We don't need no education. É, man, I don't need no education. I come from <laughs> Portugal. I got the grade three and that's it. We don't need no thought control. That thought control, no, it's no, no. That's the witches, that's the bruxes. They get in your head and they make you think. Huh? <laughs> Uh, we don't need <laughs> <laughs> No, keep going No dark chasm In the classroom Teacher, leave those kids alone Hey, but you don't leave my kid alone If you have to, I give you permission You slap him, okay? I make you, I sign papers, okay? All in all, you're just a, another brick in the wall Emmanuel, pass me another brick we gotta finish this fucking wall. Joao, make the mortar, man. Let's go. Pusha, pusha. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, that's gotta be one of the best ones yet, man. Oh, oh, just, you know oh, what? I, Carlito. I was gonna choke up there and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Wait, uh, that, that's Marcelino, man. I just wanted mm-hmm. to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole show, two hours. Let's do two hours of singing Pink Floyd songs. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so, so what are we going to talk about today? I don't know, but I think we're beginning to become really good friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, you, you just met Carlito for the first time. I, I've known him from his fame from uh, Homes on Homes. Oh, I, oh, I, oh, I thought oh, you meant oh. the X-rated oh. film I was in. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that, I, that, I saw only a bit of it, and then the wife walked in, and then I had to turn Turn it straight to uh, you know some horse stuff. And swipe, 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 yeah, swipe, yeah, swipe. Just, yeah. Uh, well, we may have crossed paths. So yeah. we've, we've been in the same neighborhoods as yeah. long as it was paths. Okay, so erase, we, erase browser history. What are we? What are we talking about today? Uh, we can talk about landscape construction. We can talk about diversifying. Um, whatever you have to all kinds want to of talk shit. about. We're talk all kinds like, of shit. So we've got uh, Marcelino Souza. That's my name. So you got your personal one, which is at M Souza two hundred two. Yes. For you non-Portuguese folks, the creative shit on the other side there, it's S O U S A. Yes. Okay? Not, not Z. <laughs> not Z. <laughs> not Z. We're gonna talk about big rocks, big landscaping. Yeah. Let's talk about Carlitos big rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody who's listening in right now, you have an idea what the next ninety minutes is gonna be like. Yeah. So strap in. Use a five point strap minus. On. What? Strap in. In 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 in. I did not sign up for this. But day. first, <laughs> I want to say thank you to Mark. And Skylux for always giving us a place to do our podcast from. Yeah, it's Skylux Roofing. Give him a holler, call him, follow him, Check whatever. Check his videos out. They're All sick. All kinds of shit. One of the yeah. best roofers in town. Thank you, Mark. And our first segment is what? A history with Manny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we're actually a professional now. We have these little segments, and we mm. got this whole budget now, and this yeah. fucking bunch of minions that come up with shit. Today's, <laughs> I want to ask you gentlemen and see if you guys could figure this out. I have a funny feeling you will know, and I don't think you will know, Carlito. Hmm. I'm just going to. Just a Portuguese joke? What is the hardest natural stone? Ooh, what no. is the hardest natural stone? Hmm. You know, it's funny. I'll give you guys a hit. I asked my girlfriend this question and she answered it in 2.0 nothing seconds. And you guys are taking a long time. Diamond. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> yes. You and you said I wouldn't know. <laughs> Is diamond really considered a stone? Though? It's a natural stone. Mother. 
<laughs> well, they're but, all minerals. But hang on a sec. Let's go on the hardness scale, right? So a diamond is three times harder than a sapphire ruby. Mm -hmm. It's uh, a mm -hmm. 10 on the, mm -hmm. you probably know this. What is this? The Mohs? Mohs Mo scale. Mohs scale, right? Yeah. So it's a 10. Wow. I've never laid diamond on anybody's <laughs> driveway. Well, Not even at Drake's house? if I was to give my wife a granite ring, meh. That's true. I, I, well, did, I, I, know, I, just, I did meet a diamond. <laughs> a Neil? I love that song. <laughs> so let's go granite. Granite is eight. Wow. On, on the most scale. Mm. Gemstone, eight. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to follow me along here? Quartzite, seven. Mm -hmm. Quartz, seven. Wow. Onyx, I was surprised by this. Seven. Really? Onyx is that hard? It's three below diamond. Mm. Marble is four. I would have thought that I, was a soft one. You know what? I believe no, that. I, see, that's a general. That's it a is, general it, because, thing. because you know what? There's, there's different marbles. There's marbles you different, sneeze on, exactly. and they break. And there's marbles that are exactly. so soft you yeah. can scratch your nail. Yeah. 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 Travertine four. Mm. Travertine. Slate four. Mm. Limestone three. Soapstone. What do you guys think soapstone is? You're, don't tell me soapstone's on the like top a, ten. A two or a one. It's a one. Yeah. How did he not even make it on the top 10? I'm just, it's on there. It's, I don't know if it's a top 10. You can One, like two, scratch three, four, it with yeah, your, top 10, I guess. With your fingernails. <laughs> but the bottom line is the hardest stone is a diamond. Yeah, and that's that was That was diamond history with Manny. <laughs> 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 Let's get on with the show. Uh, what do you want to tell us about yourself, man? <sighs> Well, You're a from, horse. From a humble beginning. <laughs> no. yeah. um, You're obviously Portuguese. Yeah, I'm Portuguese. Uh, I, was, I was actually born in Portugal. Which part? Which uh, From uh, in Aviru. Okay. Murtosa Aviru. I came here when I was like four years old, man. All right, but you're like me, an immigrant. Yeah. He was born here. Or actually, he was hatched here. Because <laughs> I'm a dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ongoing Manny you were, joke. You were dug up here. Uh, well, you know what? If you want, you're more than welcome to bring as many creations onto the podcast well, as possible. Well, it's funny you say that because actually me and Manny were talking about this. I said, is this a Portuguese show? And he said... <laughs> You can bring Croatians here. I said, we have why? To to because I brought Tony. It's, Who it's, else is there? It's Portuguese not our wise. fault that you know we pretty much rule all the trees. Well, what just I said to him saying, was, ding, 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 ding. What I said to him was, we could bring more Croatians on, but we have to go to Kitchener then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, let's get talking about stone, big rocks, man. Like I know you do some big projects. Oh, where to start? Like, let's go in the back of the beginning. So four years old, you come over on the plane. They, we don't do boats anymore. Huh? No, we, we flew. yeah. Uh, um, basically, just went, you know, high school trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to do. And then my dad decided for me. So he said, okay, you're going to come with me. We're going to work on a bridge. Yeah, no problem. So Which I'm bridge not, are we I, talking about? I'm not going to name, like, the companies and everything. Got like it, that, got but, it. You know, okay. It's a bridge company, a big bridge company here in Toronto. Okay. Union? Uh, yes. So. Um, <laughs> I wish everyone could so just see like, those eyebrows. <laughs> so it's one of those, uh, you know what? I was like, I think it was 15 or something. or going to be 15. You're 16. And your name is Manuel. I'm like, okay. I'm 16 and my name is Manuel. <laughs> so hanging off a bridge and it's like, I can't do this. I, I like, it's not, not for being a little, you know, a pussy or a little whimper or anything, but you know what? What, what are we doing today? We're going to break concrete. Okay. What, what are we going to do tomorrow? Break concrete. Yeah. What are we doing Wednesday? Break concrete. Break concrete. Break. That's like, tough no, on I, the I, body, I, man. So then I just started getting into like, you know, what do I want to do? I was like, eh. You know what? I started seeing these, uh, these guys called Mellow Landscaping. And they were doing like these large, like the, the trade shows. And they were doing, you know, Canada Blooms back yeah. in the days when it was actually like a real show. Yeah. Now it's just like, 
Like when it was a real show. No, like no, that. like seriously. No, no, no. Yeah. When it was a knowledgeable show. Yeah. Yeah. What you like went there you, to get. Yeah. You walk into Canada Blooms now and a guy lays out uh, like a green carpet and makes uh, some furniture out of uh, pallets. Yeah. And uh, he's an award-winning design. It's like, no, that doesn't work that way, man. It doesn't work though. <laughs> Hang on, sorry, Mars. Wait, wait a second. We are in a live shop. <laughs> well, yeah. no, we left the door open because we just. What figures, is that? A, a scooter? I don't know. Not I think quick, that's. Uh, I think that's my bumper getting uh, chopped <laughs> off right now. Well, <laughs> this block is pretty sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to close the door? Yeah, I think so. Let's Hang close on. the door. Okay, we're back at it now. That was never, ever have happened. The lady in red here closed the door for us. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Sorry, so Met Mellow saw so what they're I, doing. I saw them at a bunch of shows, and then it was like, you know what? They're doing some amazing work because they had like they were doing things that a lot of people weren't doing. Like they were doing like large granite monuments. Like we're talking like 40, 50 feet up up in the air. These things were like you know, 50, 60 ton. Holy like, wow, man! Like wow, these guys are amazing. But anyways, I started doing my own little thing for a bit. You know what? Okay, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna be a landscape designer, landscape architect, right? So I went to Ryerson. You know, I got my uh, diploma in that. You know, messed around for a few years trying to, you know, do my own thing and everything like that. But you just don't get knowledge. At you know? school. You know, you don't get the knowledge at school. That's, that's the biggest thing. You get the practicality. Uh, this, this is how things work on paper. But you don't get how I want to do it this way in reality. How many years of schooling did we do? Four years at Ryerson. And then basically my parents kind of pushed me. They're like, no, you're not going to go into construction. <laughs> like seriously like no. you know what there's some portuguese parents that are like you know what they, they don't care they just don't want you to be on the streets or go to jail yeah. and there's some parents who are like no you're never going to do what i do they want my, they my, want better for you yeah my dad would come home like dead i don't want you doing construction okay dude like you know okay I'll, whatever i'll go to school so then i went to guelph because they had a program where if you came out of uh, ryerson with your diploma you can get basically fast-tracked. So instead of walking in first year, you get thrown in second year or something. Right? Nice. Okay. So I went there and... <sighs> Not nice? I, I was bored, man. I was bored. The, like the, the course? The, the, the course, the, you know what? Honestly, the course in, in terms of knowledge and everything, like, it's, it's fine, but it's all like foofy, foofy. It wasn't like construction. It wasn't construction. Because you know what? At the end of the day, and I hate to say it, the architects that these schools are pumping out and the landscape architects that these schools are pumping out, they've never laid a brick. They never put a piece of stone on the ground. They never planted a tree. No. Right? Like, like seriously. So you got a guy that gives you a nice fancy drawing. Here you go. Do it. Based it, on theory. Based on theory. No, I'm going to say there are some architects and, you know, builders and everything like that that do have knowledge. The, the way things are, I see going right now, a lot of these guys, they, you know, they don't have that knowledge, like that practicality of how A and B goes together. I'd agree with you, man. Right? Honestly, I'd agree. Like how, how far back are we talking here? Oh, this is, geez, man. Are you oh. our, you're our age, aren't you? Oh, I'm 45. Oh, he's younger than us. He's younger than <laughs> us, man. I'm just a little, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> so how long ago was this? This 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 25 years yeah, ago. So I, I basically, okay, I got out of Guelph, whatever. Again, did my own little thing. And then, you know what? I, I have the utmost respect for entrepreneurs. It's just the way I did my thing, it didn't work out. You know, guys didn't pay and this and that. And you, you do jobs for certain people that you think, hey, it's going to work out. And then it doesn't. 
because a friend right. of a friend said, hey, you know what? You got to do work for this guy. And you know what? You're going to get the next one, the next one, the next one, the next so one. So was the next one. And then you don't get it. And you know what? I don't want to start my life like this. I hooked up with a friend of mine. And, and this is like, wow. I hooked up with a friend of mine. And he said, like, I got this guy. And you did like really good. Draw. Like one thing I could do is draw. I was an amazing drawer. Like I got some awards in, in university for drawing and technical abilities and everything like that. Nice. Right? You took AutoCAD? Yeah. But nice. like hand drawing, hand rendering and everything like yeah. that. Right. AutoCAD, I'm not too computer savvy. I'd rather do something by hand than type it in. Well, we're because a lot you know, like, you're, you must be partly Croatian. No. <laughs> the bottom half. Yes. Nice. <laughs> uh, there's something about doing something by hand that you remember more than typing it in here. Right. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. That's just the way I've always been. So anyways, back to the buddy of mine says, I got a friend, I got this guy who, who needs somebody to do some drawings for him. Lo and behold, it was uh, Joe Mello who was the owner, who, who is the, still the owner, but he's like semi-retired now, of Mellow Landscaping. I would start doing some drawings for him. A couple weeks later, he'd call me, come do some more drawings. A couple weeks later, call me, do some more drawings. So it was kind of like a little freelance thing. And then I would be doing my own little thing on the side, you know, the interlock and, and everything like that. I didn't hear from him for a few months. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is, whatever. And then he uh, called me. He goes, oh, come, come to the shop. Okay, so I figured, okay, I'm going to do another drawing for this guy, right? So we sat down. Okay, you want a job? Okay, okay. So that's it, 25 years later. And you've wow. been with him the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Treated you that well. Yeah. Yeah. Now there's ups and downs. Of course. That's just the way life is. In terms of, this is the way I look at it. I'm with a company that has been around 20, 25 years before I was even born. They've been around for almost 50 years. Wow. There is shit that I've learned from them that if I went anywhere else, I would never have figured stuff out. Oh, by the way, if you can do this with the stone, but did you know that you can put a flame, a torch to the stone and you'll get a natural look on it? Did you know that you can do this? Did you know that granite actually flexes at a certain, just ba ba ba? And this guy, Joe, had this knowledge and this enthusiasm, especially for granite, because he, he has a granite quarry up and uh, near the French River there. He had the, the way he talked about stone and everything like that. It's just the passion that he had. It's just, you know what? You, you got me. You got me. So then, eh, ever since then. And he wanted to teach. And he wanted to teach. Were well, you the only one or were there other guys, other young guys that were starting around the same see, time? That's the funny thing. It was me. Just you. So I walked into, you can imagine this, eh? So I walked into, well, you're Portuguese. You can fit. <laughs> I can paint the picture. A 20-something-year-old kid walks into an established company that's all Portuguese. They're all like 50, 60-year-olds. And they look at you and go... <laughs> What does this guy know? <laughs> and it's, it's so like, true. Oh, shit. <laughs> but then, you know what? It's, this is the way I look at it. I can't tell you what... I'm a super manager now, whatever. There's no real job description. I'm like a foreman, whatever. I can't tell you what to do unless I've done it. That's the way I look at 1, it. 1,000%, right? right? Unless there's scars on my hands. 1,000%. Unless man. I'm burnt from welding, unless I'm this and that, I can't tell you to go do something. Because you know what? I have to have done it. And that's just the way it is. And that's the way I approached it with them. These guys, listen, I'm walking into these guys' territory. I'm walking into their kingdom. Shut the fuck up, be humble, <laughs> and open up your head and be a sponge. Yeah. And that's what I tell everybody. Be a sponge. And just absorb. That's it. Did you make the mistake of sharing your education? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that could help. That can help. No, to a group of fifty-year-old port, port, Portuguese, no, because some of the older, some of the older you, guys need guys like you to help them out in their personal stuff, and you can 
you can make a connection what with people. What planet are you on? What the fuck? Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> hey, hey, Marceline, come here. What? Read, read this letter from the, gov- from the government for me. That was it. That's I've seen the, that happen. Hey. That's the level of education That's needed. It. That's it. You know what? Like, it, there's this myth of university, 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 college. And come on, man. Like, d- get over it. No, you're right. I have a lot of friends that went to university. They went to DeVry. They went to all uh, kinds of colleges. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Sorry. Fuck. DeVry is not a university. <laughs> there are technical ends of it that can get you in the industry. Anyways, all the guys that spent a lot of money on education yeah. are all not making money. All my buddies that didn't have an education, mm-hmm. they're all wealthy with I, huge I've companies. I've always said that if you use it, it's up to you. Yeah. You can like, go, you can use it. I'm not saying my university was a waste of time. I've you, learned things. You learned. Yeah. I learned. I have fun too. But yeah. I learned. And you know what? I got a little bit of design perspective in that. I kind of use it in when we're doing these projects. Realistically, 80% of the work we do, the architect or landscape architect gives us you know, a drawing. We follow it. There's always that, you know what? This isn't going to work. How can we fix it? Well, we'll do, how about we do it this way? There's always suggestions. It's a two-way street. If the architect doesn't want to take your suggestions, then really it doesn't work. Construction has always been a collaborative effort. I think so. Because you have to make it that way. We should have respect for the architect and the landscape architect. Yes. Because you know what? They've made this beautiful design. But at the same time, they should have respect for us because without them, this thing wouldn't be built. You guys right? are extension at the, at the of the their drawing. Day, at the end of the day. And you know what? It's feed off each other. In your classroom, how many people in the classroom at Ryerson? Ryerson, I think it was about 20. How many of that 20 were like you, hands-on, wanting to be hands-on? Not much. I you think maybe there was like, I think there was two Italian guys. There was maybe <laughs> one Croatian. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get letters from every group. Uh, I don't know any Croatians that went to school. Was, and, and Guelph was the same thing? It was, yeah, it, well, that was, it was like, I hate, you know, the word, I hate to say it. It was, it was Cakerville. Really, yeah? Yeah. Well, technically speaking, <laughs> it's, you know, like this, it was more like, not technically. Yeah. It was more like, uh, oh, I got a flat tire. Where's my CAA card? It's like flat tire. <laughs> fucking change it yourself. You got the fucking spare tire there. Do it yourself. Uh, yeah. You know? Most of the guys I knew were like, I just got two tires. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I mean, so I know that you made a face when uh, Carlito mentioned union. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, okay. We want to uh, hear from guys of union. We've had positive, we've had negative, we've had guys say that mm-hmm. they learned a lot, mm-hmm. you know, from the guys. We've had guys who said that yeah, but I want to get out. You have to understand when I said when I made that face about union, this was twenty something years back when when I showed up, the union steward's like, Who the fuck is that kid? <laughs> right? It's like, Oh, this is my son, he's working. Well, no, 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 this and that. That's just the way it was back then. How old is he? He's 16. Meanwhile, I was like 15. It was just so my dad can... I guess my dad did it to prove a point. Like, this is what I go through every day. Do you want to do this? I think we kind of had the same parents in a different Mm -hmm. way, but we had the same parents. Like, my mother was like, "Uh, you're 13. It's Mm -hmm. time for you to get a full-time job. And I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't want you in jail. You're getting into way too much trouble. You need to start working. And the truth is, is that... Me getting a full-time job kept me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. And then at 15, I was working midnights. All my friends were causing trouble, and, and they were? all ended up in bad places. Yep. I didn't end up there, and I ended up working, and I got the bug. Now, mm-hmm. I'm a workaholic. Oh, I love work. Yeah. My wife hates it. 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> she said, well, you know, landscaper with the worst lawn on the, you know, in the neighborhood. But hey, really? it's just the way it is. It I, is? I, I got to get Shoemaker. on that. Shoemaker. I really got to get on that, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put her on the list, You might man. get some brownie points oh, for that. Geez. But you know what's really impressive is that I've had so many employees. I've never been able to keep the guys more than four or five years, tops yeah. five years. It's really impressive that you stayed 25 years for this mm-hmm. guy. Like, what was he doing that made you want to stay for 25 years? Like, there's, it's more than just having respect for the guy and him having knowledge mm-hmm. and teaching you. There mm-hmm. must have been something else that was driving you to... It was just the way he... The love of the... It was just the love that he had for this, for like what he did. Like, yeah, the passion that he had for this stuff. But like, you were never afraid of losing a job or having to hunt for another job. Like that never even went across your mind. You know what? There were, I'm not, like I said, it wasn't perfect. Like there was a few times I'm out of here. And then, you know, Monday would roll around. Okay. I calmed down. Cause you know what? You got, you got the Portuguese a fire. You, know, you got the anger, right? <laughs> it's like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Right. And then, yeah, you know what? Shit. I need it. Yeah. I want it. Yeah. Not getting too into your business, but you are on the mic. What did you, not being in the union and working mm-hmm. for someone else, were you ever worried about investments or retirement? Like, Was it on the forefront back in the 20s? Well, I'm always worried. Like when you work for someone, you, yeah. you we make jokes about the union, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's benefits. There's a pension at the end yes. of the day. Yes. And if 25 years goes by, all of a sudden you can retire and you have money coming in. Like, were you ever worried about that? Like, Yes, but at the same time, how can you put it? I was taken care of. There's always a thing when you're working for like a little mom and pop shop, when they realize that, hey, you know what? I want to keep this guy. You know what? Here, here you go. They take care of you. Thank you. Here's a company truck. Here's a gas card. Here's this. Here's that. You don't get that union. I'm not saying that union's bad. It's just my experience with the union is, is, like I said, it's like 20 something years ago. I've never been a union guy. I'm sorry to say, I know you are, but I'm not. Like union's great. Union's great for certain people. I push union on people that mm-hmm. aren't entrepreneurs. Time flies by so fast. And yeah. I keep telling the younger guys, when you get to 45, you start mm-hmm. to reevaluate where you're at in yeah. life. Your body starts taking a toll. Like mm-hmm. your knees hurt, your back hurts, your arthritis kicks. And these are all <laughs> funny things we're laughing about, but they're real serious. No, I don't want to say I'm pushing mm-hmm. the union on anyone. But what mm-hmm. I do, when I see a guys and I don't see the drive or... I don't see an entrepreneur in someone and I just see a guy that just wants to go to work, punch the clock and go home. Mm. I usually say to them, hey, if you work a little bit harder, uh, there's a reward at the end and Mm. that's a pension. Collecting five or ten thousand dollars a month for the rest of your life until, Mm. you know, God forbid you pass. It's nice to have that money. You don't owe anybody anything. It, You've it been is, taken but care I think of. in construction, there's there's two kinds of people in no, construction. No, you're right. And then there's guys that are successful, and, there's and they two can kinds, make it. There's two kinds of union people, too. There's guys that just run it for the pension. Like, if you were to get a union guy and put him next to, like, a, a different guy, I'm sure the mentality's different. The work ethic's different. You're right. You're totally right? different. You're we've totally had, right. We, like, we've had jobs where we, like, we ha- we're, like, half union. Like, we, some of the older guys are union. Because we, we have to take on, we took on certain jobs that were like commercial jobs and this and that where they, they basically, you need, you need union. We bring those guys in and we do a 50-50 and the union's good with that. Right, they are? Really? I thought you... Well, as long as they're on site and they're doing most of the work, right? Like if, if another couple guys show up to do like the menial stuff, then it's fine. They, you know, you call in a union guy to like, you, I talked to friends of mine who were like, okay, we need guys. Okay, so we called the union to send guys. I mean, the guys couldn't even like freaking pull a shovel. They couldn't even use a broom. Meanwhile, the guy wants $45 an hour. 
Well, like, the union on. wants forty five dollars. No, I'm just saying. Like, like I said, union was never for me. And could, could we stop talking? About <laughs> this makes yeah, me no very problem, uncomfortable. No problem. Because no I problem. just know, like, when I get a knock on my door, hey, right? No more union talk on this show. Uh, okay. Right? No more. No don't more bring it up like, ever again. Like, I don't, like, I. How can I put it? I cannot talk about union in a positive, in, in a smart way, because you know I don't know enough about it. Really? Oh, I know enough to say that I don't fucking like it. Yeah, I don't know enough no, about it. You're right? allowed to have an opinion. I've heard yeah. stories, but then again, it's stories. Yeah. I've okay. Heard, I've Moving heard, on to some yeah. rocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> my, my and and my point is just that I no. see I see guys spend thirty years mm-hmm. and they they never did anything with their money. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Okay. Well, it's about education. There's other guys listening. and I, I want to learn about that. rocks. I want to <laughs> learn about 40-foot tall granite. I yeah, want to learn too. about... Because I've seen on your post, I've seen some impressive shit. I'm like going, I don't want to do that because it's heavy, man. That's fucking heavy, man. <laughs> That's what that, machines are for. It's still heavy. No, you're still doing shit strictly by force, man. There's certain things that you still do a certain yeah, way. Yeah, okay, but you got to be smart now. Like, and nowadays... We have the tools, so let's use them, right? You want to lift up a big rock? Hey, they got vacuums for that now. It's true. I've right? seen them. I love them. But you got to be educated on that stuff because, like, it was a funny story. One of my, uh, one of my, one of my friends, he's like, "Okay, I just bought this fucking vacuum. I'm gonna lay down two thousand square feet. It's gonna be fucking awesome. You know, we're gonna kill it. Yeah." <laughs> so he goes use the vacuum. He picks up a stone. He lifts it up about six inches off the ground. Boop, plops down, breaks. It's like, what the hell? Tries another one, drops down. Hey, Marcin, you just call. I just bought this vacuum and it's not working on this stone. And uh, what kind of stone are you using it on? I'm using it on uh, this interlock and, and this and that. Is it wet cast or dry cast? Oh, oh I like. This. I don't know. Well, it's, if it's dry cast, then it's got a lot of air pockets in it, and you have to get a vacuum with a higher CFM to compensate for the air that you're losing through the stone. Wow. Like a festival? What kind did you get? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You what know, kind did you? Oh, I got this one. That's not going to work. And that, I'm one of those guys on. that sees those vacuums, and I would have never known that. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That's that, why. Yeah, that's exa- you got to tackle the stone, that you, and that yeah. just, it's not just a wet-dry thing. It's no, no. the type of stone as well, it's too. It's the type of stone, because you know what? There are some natural stones that are very porous, like, like Indiana limestone and everything like that, right? That you can you try to use a vacuum on it. In some cases it'll work. In some cases it won't. It looks like it's working, and then you lift it up six inches off the so ground. So how did you learn that? Through Mellow, on site. I learned that through basically. I don't want to fucking hurt my back, <laughs> and I found this. And see, this is the good thing about the company I work for. They're open. It's like, hey, you know what? You know, one night I'm looking through Instagram. Hey, I see these things and going to trade shows and doing this and like I. Even though the trade show, every year it's the same bullshit. I, I know exactly if I walk through here and I go to the left, there's Hitachi. I walk over here, there's John Deere. Bah, 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 bah. But you know what? It's what they bring every year. Because you know what? The, our guys aren't getting any younger. They're getting older. So And our trades are getting smaller, man. Nobody, they are. Is know? that nobody, an actual fact? Are. That's a fact. Nobody wants to fucking work. Wow, man. Nobody this wants to physical are the kids today. When we were younger, we were all on bicycles. Oh, no? Dude, I still Pete, remember putting uh, hockey cards in the spokes. We're on bicycles. I love that. Who rides a bicycle now? Nobody. I've seen guys that like... Unless they close down the gardener and put everybody on it because there's a fuck, pandemic there's, going on. I see guys fainting because they didn't get the right fucking coffee at Starbucks. Like, Jesus Christ, you're going to put that guy in a bobcat? If like, they're at Starbucks, like, they got too much money. Like, fuck. The guy's being a fucking... Fainting. Oh, my God, this is not the right coffee. I want to speak to the manager. Like, fuck. 
Like, dude, you give him a piece of stone. Why don't you me do this? That's what I was going to ask you, man. It's like, so are the younger guys coming and applying for mellow construction, like with landscaping? Like, what's going on here? Are you seeing the young guys? Or how many guys are you going through? <laughs> this is what we've tried to do. We've, we've, we've sort of seen this is the trend. The guys that do want to get, that do want to work in the field, they got this mentality. Oh, you know what? I'm going to work for you. No problem. I want 40 an hour. Why do you want 40 an hour, bro? How old are they? 25? Yeah. But why do you want 40 an hour? Well, because, you know, well, I can do this and that. Like, do you have 40 years experience? Do you have 20 years experience? Do you have 10 years experience? Do you know, what if you chip a, a piece of that stone? Do you know how to fix it? What if the track comes off the bobcat? Do you know how to put it back on? Can I leave you alone on the can job I site? Can I leave you alone? No. So what they do is this. They start their own little companies. And they start, you know, they do like the small shit, which is fine. Like, you know what? There are guys out there that are like young and they fucking do amazing work. Like, I'm, wow, that's some fucking amazing shit. And there are some guys out there. They're like, what the f get Get out of construction. <laughs> we got this scenario where, you know what? We want to still want to do these big jobs, but we're getting old. Like, my guys aren't going to lay 1,000 square feet anymore a day. You know, 500 square feet and everything like that. So what do we do? Okay. We either get machines, like the vacuums and everything, make our job easier. We hire either cheap labor. So at least... There's a risk guys, in the that. Guys with ex I know, there's a risk. Because there's the guys with the experience, they can at least oversee that. Or you branch out, like through Instagram or this and that. Or through builders that we know and architects and this and that. You find guys that have smaller companies who do amazing work, but you know what? They'll never get that 10,000 square foot job. Hey, come here. I can offer you a 10,000 square foot job if you kind of work under our umbrella. And you know what? The good thing about that is you'll get knowledge too. I'll have one of my guys there or two of my guys there and we'll show you how to do it. 50% of the time, go fuck yourself. But the other, the kids that want to fucking learn and go, these guys, are, these guys are almost fucking legends. They've been around for 50 fucking years and they're not getting smaller. They're getting bigger. We're getting more work. We've started like three other companies. They're doing something right. Maybe I should go work with these guys. Hang out and absorb, man. Yeah, you're right. And be, That's the kind of guys I want to be, be around. Be a fucking sponge. Yeah. Like I said back in the, be a fucking sponge. But you're saying more than half the guys you're approaching are saying, forget it, it's not worth my time? No. and some it's, of not the, my, it's not worth my financial time? <laughs> and at the same time, too, it's Instagram's a motherfucker. Oh, you know what? You do nice work. But you know what? You get on our job site. Look, we had a guy like that. His Instagram was beautiful. You get onto our job site. Crap. Buddy, what are you even doing? Yeah. Do you know what a level is? Do you know what a... F He's pounding the fucking stone down with his, with his fucking bare hands. It's like, we have mallets for that. Don't say any caveman jokes, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying <laughs> shit. Captain caveman! <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not saying no, shit. You know what? And I've run into that. I've seen some great work, and I'm like, you know what? I got to go check out this guy's work. And I walk out, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? That guy's Insta, like his Instagram page is amazing. He yeah. looks busy. But, but these, his work looks great. Okay, so these, they suck. These kids have to understand that. Okay, you're gonna approach that situation, which yeah. I think is a, a pure gold situation for a kid in his twenties, mm. mid late twenties, whatever it is. Right? He ain't gonna get forty an hour. Mm. You're gonna offer him less, probably no. twenty five to thirty an hour. If but you're he's lucky, got, he's got to factor in the experience he's gonna gain. Or you work at it this way. Listen, you have your own company. You work it as a sub. Yeah. Let's you do, do an amazing job and you mm. learn. Yeah. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to mm. call you again on another job. Like I remember fucking years ago and like I was working on a, uh, I was working on a job 
and it was a piece of granite and the corner broke off. And I'm like, mother, how am I going to fix this? And one of the older guys is like, okay, we'll do this. We'll get another piece and this and that. Because the stone was already finished. So we, we couldn't do, he goes, get another piece. But when it came around the corner, it's like, you know what a bull nose, uh, sorry, a rock face is. Yeah. It's a pitched finish. Yeah. So the one side was pitched and the other side needed to be pitched. But because we broke that piece, we had to cut a new piece. So that side, it was a saw cut. I'm like, how oh, the fuck are we going to you know, make it work and this, this, and that? Ah. So he rock faced it with a chisel. And then you have that little seam in the middle that you just can't get. Because depending on the thickness of the stone, it's more difficult to, to pitch it. How it's going to break. So you have that one little seam, like about an inch, all the way across, that's still saw and cut. How so, do you guys... How do you do that? Oh, go get the torch. I go, what torch? It goes the oxyacetylene torch. I'm like, well, we're not a mechanics here. We're not going to fucking... You know, tear apart a, a frame here. What, what are you talking about? Watch. Starts up the oxyacetylene torch, puts it on the granite. The granite starts, starts popping. Passes a wire brush on it. There you go. Natural stone, natural finish. Was he in awe? Oh, I was. He, 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 fucking, he fucking did that all his life. Like he, didn't, he, he did that like he was taking a piss. Like, you know, hey, whatever. It is what it is. Right? But it's like, I look back and think, you know what? If I was had my own little whatever company all the gems that you would have collected would I have figured that out no, no. I would never have figured never, that fucking never out. right it's so true that's why I mean is that the experience is far more valuable mm-hmm. than that 25 40 whatever an hour yeah the experience yeah. man take but, it but, but even like hearing said, you talk about it mm-hmm. that's you're just naming things off that have been put, like problems that mm-hmm. occur all the time it's, it's going back to the Portuguese thing right so, sorry it's just <laughs> Back in the days when I was when I first started off at the company, we did fucking everything. There was no no. You walk into a job, it's like okay, they need a fence. Okay, we'll do the woodwork. They'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do the stonework. We'll do this. Oh, what they want uh, an addition put on? Yeah, we'll do the addition too. Oh, they want stairs made out of steel. Yeah, we'll weld them too and everything like that. It came from a thing of I don't know if it's just a Portuguese thing. You do everything, or it just you problem solve. You problem solve. So you know what? Being there. Now, what, what can I do now? Let's see. I learn how to weld, right? It's stone, stone work. Learn how to use epoxies and, and this and that. Operate machines. Like I said, it's like it's, you have to be that kid, that sponge. It's like, fuck, dude. Okay, I got my own company. Yeah, I'm whatever. Let, but do I know how to drive a bobcat? No. Do I know how to weld? No. Do I know how to do? No, 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 no. I mean, the yes is far away the no's, right? Yeah, it's true. We got to take a small break for our next segment. God, I got to go piss. <laughs> Building codes no, You can't leave yet Money <laughs> <laughs> It's a quick We'll take a break Right after that yeah. So here's the Building code talk oh. Question Oh god Driveway grading What is The minimum Grade For drain Toward the street Minimum slope 2% That wasn't even a second <laughs> Everything You know You know what That's like er- Everything Is 2% Hang on a sec 2% Top of the roadway curb should be between what to what? Top of the Ro- a roadway curb. Top of the, the average road. slope down to the top of the roadway. So I guess from your sidewalk or mm-hmm. from the city line to the top of the roadway curb, it should be between what and what? Son of a bitch. <laughs> are, are we talking about pitch again? Yes. Okay. Still pitch. This is all grading. 2%? 2 to 6%. 
Two and six percent. Just say two percent. It's all two percent. <laughs> okay, so see, two percent is the bare minimum. You look at any fucking drawing that was ever made. It's on always two percent. Two percent. Two percent. Minimum. Minimum slope. Two percent. So, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%, 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. and that was building code talk with Manny. There we go. <laughs> Thank you very much, there, Carlito. Can I? Can I? Well, yeah. no, no. He's got to go take a pee, man. So no, let's I'm take. Just, a quick I'm just break. kidding about that. Are you are kidding about yeah, it? Let's roll. I did want to. I work in construction. I can hold it for like. Four days. You're and so it's like right. a freaking camel. A camel. We got a camel. We got a camel here. <laughs> um, I was going to say for the people that no, don't. No, hang on a sec. Before you do that, sorry. And we're speaking to Marcelino Souza. And for your creation people out there, it's S O U S A. Wow. So his handle is at msouza202. Yeah, if you want to learn a lot about some serious hardscaping, landscaping, anything else, and. Nothing to do with Croatia, though. Well, I, I do want to tell you something that you should know about Croatians. They don't send hate mail. They send grenades. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't have barbecues on propane. They burn tanks. Once again, I've got this theory that Carlito always wants wow. to impose death on the podcast. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> death. So can we get back? Where, where we were at? Where well, we no, at? I wanted to talk to you about 2%. Sure. So for, for the homeowners listening or mm. for the young guys in the, in yeah. the industry. Oh, I know growing, what 2% is. The amount of work a union worker does. Oh my <laughs> God. Snap. Snap. So what is 2% on a driveway? How, how is that gauged? Well, th- like 2% is a lot less than a quarter inch per foot. Yeah. Well, yeah. what's 2% of a foot? What's 2% of 10 feet? What's 2% of 20 feet? What's 2%? It's you basically measure the driveway and then do your and 2%. 2%. All they care about is natural rain or whatever to be sloping one direction. And that's yeah. the minimum 2%. Yeah, away from it doesn't seem like much. Just away from that. It isn't. It isn't. But then you, you start doing the long runs, right? It isn't much. Like, you know, by the time you get really grades, like it's never, you know, laser on. Right, you're always going to get a puddle here and there. Yeah, so you so try to at, do a little bit more than two percent. At two percent, you might have some back. Like, see, the, the thing they do two percent is basically two percent is the minimum for something to slope that's comfortable to walk on. For the homeowners listening, they mm. need to know that a lot of their landscaping will not be level. They're expecting le- <laughs> no, no. I've I've heard people mm. say this is a I conversation. Wanted, no, I wanted this level. This and, is a conversation. Yeah, these are come all come up all the time. Mm. People are expecting level, and they don't understand that. Your patio could have nine different pitches. You yeah. you come across this all the time? Yeah, we want it as level as possible. Well, okay. Well, you still right. need you runoff, right? Natural. Well, they don't understand. They don't understand this. Once again, it depends on the drawing, right? And what we have to play with. And you know what? There's different solutions to the drainage problems. Form a drain in, right? You can do the French drain. French drain. Yeah, you can do other. Yeah. 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 Stuff like but that. that's just more costly than actually running it off at 2%, no? You know what? There's some places that you just can't run the water anywhere. You can't. It's eh? got to go somewhere. Can we talk a little bit of it? Can we give, will you give out some trade secrets on, mm. on, on some of the things that you guys do? You already gave up one, do? man. That was more no, than enough. No, you've given out more than one, yeah. but I like where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to know? Like, I mean. Why do most driveways have dips and sags and. What are they separate. doing wrong? What are they not doing? It's uh, well, it's interlock, right? You have, you have to figure interlock. It's it's individual pieces that are put together. It's not the base. Right? It's not the foundation. It's not the tamping. It's not the it's, drainage. It's, it's the constant of everything. When you pull into your driveway, you always have your spot. 
Oh, yeah. I got right? four and, little divots right now. Yeah, and I'm sure your van weighs like a bug. Well, those are the four divots. When I back like, up, uh, I could be CV Wonder, and uh, I know exactly where it's going to go. Mini wow. Cooper. Yeah, that's, that's what I told my wife. <laughs> Why does the driveway have divots? That's my parking spots. I just, right, there. right there. Boom. You go forward and back. Done. You do that little, you're done. Yeah, I like right? that. <laughs> it's true. It's, it, it's, it's the base. It's, the, the, if the, when the base fails, anything above it fails. Right? So is there a way to make the base not fail? Is it is it worth the money to do a, a concrete base and then build sand on top of that and then go from there? Anything that we've ever spec'd, anything that we've ever done, unless it's not spec'd, we've done it with a concrete base. Six-inch wow. concrete I base. I love that. Six-inch concrete base, even with like whatever the material is on top of it, interlock. But now you get into the thing of, oh, well, you're going to put interlock on top of concrete? Where's the water going to go? Well, hmm. <laughs> underneath, underneath a certain section, you fill that section with clear gravel and a weeping tile and a French drain. And this, and then, so when the water drains down to your curb and goes through the interlock and everything like that, it finds its way down and it goes into the French drain and that's how the water goes. If you don't do that, you're, and another thing too is, how can you, you know the banding around the driveway? Yeah. It's usually a different stone, a different whatever. We yeah, always, it's always beautiful. We always yeah. mortar that in. Because why? You know, after a while, when you start driving... You notice pushes it. It pushes wow. it out of the way. So instead of having your driveway, what nice, do you mean? Those aluminum edge no, steel that. things no, with no. the spikes? No, no, that no. are seven inches long. They don't work. You mean you're gonna put twelve inch spikes into <laughs> gravel and think that it's gonna catch something? But wait a minute, I got my tuba PL here. Hang on a uh, sec. Portuguese luck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Oh man, I, you know it's interesting. I, I wish I wish the, I wish the listeners could watch <laughs> the magic between two Portuguese people in front of me right now. There is so much body you, language. Bring on more Croatians. So much sarcasm. <laughs> I love it. No, you can bring as many Croatians as you want. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to come on a show because no, they're all in prison. Yeah. <laughs> or for war crimes. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's get back. Okay, you know what? Let's have a little bit of fun here. We're just mm-hmm. rolling around. Uh-huh. What kind of tools are you, man? Ooh. What, what kind of what brand of tools are you? Okay, you know what? I don't bleed red. I don't bleed yellow. I don't bleed blue. I bleed a combination of all of them. Because this is the because thing. Because you're I'm, a real person. No, because this is the thing. I agree. Not one tool company has made the perfect tool for everybody. That's right. That's true. You know what? Well said. I've actually, tr- you know, the Dewalt uh, nine-inch little battery uh, quick cut thing. It's oh, not, that's it's not one gas. that they just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I love it. Tony at Saga was trying to push it. He said he was actually... No, no. I fucking love it. Why do you love it? But you have to do it right. So if you think you're going to get that saw and put one fucking battery in and you're going to run it all day and you're going to light the world on fire, you're wrong. (laughs) What do you got to do? You have to invest. So what you do is you get the 9 amp batteries. You get the 4-bay charger. Pop, 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 pop all four batteries in and plug it on site. Now you use one battery. You take it out. You swap it with another. Now you got four. That thing will last you the, the day. At the same time, be reasonable. It's not a fucking gas quick cut. There's certain things that you use it for. I use it for opening up the joints after we lay stone. Because you know what? Sometimes stone isn't you know, 100%. And sometimes instead of making a joint, we have to basically touch the stone together. When everything's set and done the next day, then we'll come back and, and grind it out and make a perfect joint, like a 3H joint around, and then fill it with mortar. So for applications like that, the thing is fucking perfect. So why not just use a gas? We're going to start the thing up and this, this, turn the button. Just it's turn on. on. It's done. Eh? It's done. That's for good. what I'm going to use it for, for the hour I'm going to use it sense. for. Okay. It's fine. So think about how, you know, how you're going to use that tool and don't, don't think that it's going to change the world. You know, you're going to use it for a certain application, right? 
So it's not smart to change all your tools to battery no. tools if you're in a hardscaping or landscaping business. No, no I wouldn't. I still have some, there's still some corded stuff in there. I got to find it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, a cordless drill, definitely use those. Like that, the Milwaukee version of that saw, fuck, garbage. Is it garbage? Garbage. It goes on. Uh, I, I was thinking about, listen, I, I got Milwaukee tools. I have DeWalt tools. So I have DeWalt batteries and Milwaukee batteries. Since I have both, I'll just buy that Milwaukee saw and I have the DeWalt saw. But So I used it for like a good 10 minutes. It's garbage. It keeps going overheating. The Milwaukee then, one. Yeah. And then the battery goes into overload and blah, blah, blah. You got to take it out. This is a fresh battery going on it? Fresh battery going on it. Wow. But the DeWalt goes on. You know, no problem. No problem. I can push the little fucker and it'll, it'll go. No why, problem. Why not go down the Hilti road? <laughs> Do they have Hilti battery quick cuts? No. It's kind of like a table saw and a miter saw. But, but hmm. at the same time, think, <laughs> think of it this way. If you're already on a platform, why go out and get another platform? Because all the cool kids are saying the other platform is better. You know, it's like I said, listen, DeWalt is good for certain things. Milwaukee's good for certain things. Hilti's, like, you know what? I would not buy a DeWalt, what do you call that fucking thing? A DeWalt laser. No way. You don't like them? I would buy a Hilti laser. There we go. Right? Again. Everyone is saying Hilti's laser yeah, is amazing. really good. So I, I, I bought a Hilti laser, right? I have a DeWalt uh, saw. I have a Makita, you know, the, the rear handle saw? Warm I have drive? that because that thing is a fucking monster. I'm going to take a nap here until I hear Bosch. Dude, I just, I honestly, I just <laughs> I bought the, that. I got the freak. You got the freak. The reason I got the freak is because I can uh, drill a hole with it and then at the same time put the socket on it. And that quarter inch, half inch is pretty slick. Beauty. You I like know, it? I like that. I like it. I, I like love it. that. They're the only ones that have it. Right. But why would you, you know what? No, fucking Rona had a sale and they were blowing out batteries like, you know, for. Exactly. I think they had that, uh, what do you call it? That wireless charger or something like that? That's shit. Who, who cares? They were blowing it out for like forty nine. <laughs> they were blowing it out. I they were blowing once. it out for like forty nine bucks, and it came with a battery. So you throw the charger out, at yeah, least you get the you battery. You get the battery, and that's all it is. And why don't you like that? The wireless? Yeah, it's a gimmick. Anything with a gimmick, it doesn't work for me. It's an advantage, just collecting dust. Hmm. It doesn't work for me, right? So, like, we know what works for you because it's you see, it's all beat up. It's being used. It's but the moment you try it the very first time, if it's you, nice, if it's and nice and like, shiny, uh, then why, I don't like this, man. If yeah. it's nice and shiny, what'd you do with the Milwaukee? You returned it? Yeah. Yeah. It's garbage. Hmm. But I, my uh, Milwaukee Impact uh, drill, I love it. But they got a great Hope battery platform. Their batteries are good. But wait, hmm. you got stories about Milwaukee saying that they catch on fire in your hand. Yeah. Um, you know what? <laughs> what do you That's what he says. I've had, I've had three, three drills catch on fire. And because of those experiences, the only thing I carry in Milwaukee now is... My stud finder, I got a really beautiful mm -hmm. Milwaukee stud finder. I'm right here. My, <laughs> I got my little camera scope to go behind yeah. walls and uh, all my plumbing tools. But that's I, it. I find with the Milwaukee stuff, the batteries go into overload quick. Do I, they? Find, I find yeah. the drills burn. A, a lot of them do. I thought a lot, a lot of, of guys like, are talking amazing how they have an amazing battery platform. Uh, they have an amazing battery platform that works on every, I think they're talking about the platform in that it works on every tool. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Like there's, there's DeWalt, uh, there's like the, the flexible batteries okay. won't work on certain DeWalt tools. So you got to Portuguese it, right? Like I had, <laughs> I got, uh, you know, explain that for the creation yeah. of listening. Well, no, I was very excited there because he's going to teach us something. Okay, Portuguese. So <laughs> back in the days I bought uh, this 18 volt DeWalt pencil vibrator. 
Okay. Sh- shut up, Carly. No, 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 no. no. NiCad? Ha- NiCad or no? My yeah, buddy the had one. You know, the, the yeah. battery with, the, with the little stick. I, I have that one. I know. And it was great for like the stuff we do, like to do yes. sono tubes and yes. everything like that. Now, yes. they don't, those they don't 18, do 18 volt batteries, they still have them, but they're like, you know what? One of them is like a hundred and something dollars when you can buy like the 20 volt now for whatever. Yeah. They came out with this little adapter that'll switch an 18 volt to your 20 yeah, volt. It doesn't work on everything. I tried that. That's why you Portuguese it. Right? Okay. With an exacto knife and a little zip zip here, and there's a little zip zips there, a flex volt battery fits on it now. Wow. So now I have zip zip. I have my DeWalt <laughs> vibrator with a flex volt battery on it. And it goes all day, all night. Did you tell your wife that you have this vibrator Shut that up. goes all <laughs> Do you always have to bring it to this to this level? Always. Not with I, I was not, actually thinking not with everyone. I, I was I was actually just thinking, I wonder if that voids the warranty of DeWalt's product. Who cares? <laughs> it was it's a, getting used and it's getting pur- purpose. It was a two hundred dollar tool that I bought and it works ten years ago and, and it's and still it going. Still it's still going. It still works. It's still going. Has it caught go. fire? No. No. So take it for what it is. Now out of curiosity, <laughs> I, I mean nothing's better than uh, an electric one, but mm. how how many jobs have you done since then? Like, is it constantly being used? Because I'm looking at buying one. The vibrator. The vibrator. Yeah. Why do you need one? I do concrete all the time. Does not do concrete you know, all the I time. I do concrete all the time. You know I do concrete all the no, time. No, you don't do concrete all the time. You want me to show you do? pictures? No, I don't want to see pictures. You well, see how me? would that prove that you do concrete because all the time? Because it's me on the tools. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing I'm doing fifty foot walls, dude. Concrete. You're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna use a no no no. No, I know. You're not going to use that. You're not going to use a pencil sometimes vibrator I, for it. Sometimes I have to patch in a small curb that we had to cut out. Yeah. So like all the stone we lay, we lay it on a concrete base, no matter what. So like, see, I love that. So for stairs and stuff, yeah, that, that would come in handy. That little vibrator, you know, you fill in the stairs, no problem. Vibrate it down and everything. But like to do twenty foot walls and everything, like, no, we use a real vibrator. No, I know, but there's a lot of times I go and grab that thing and I gotta hook up the generator. I gotta run over. I gotta you know tape up the lines because I'm always taping the extensions in case it falls in water or whatever else. It'd be nice just to have something cordless. Like I just I just went to Mississauga Hardware, bought some cordless stuff. It's saving my running, they my don't, running time. They don't really have it a lot here, but in, uh, I've seen it in, uh, in Florida and everything like that. They actually have, like, picture like a weed whacker. Okay. Like a gas weed whacker, but on the end of it is the vibrator. Wow. And they use that instead, right? What is that, Milwaukee? No, a Makita. I don't know. I don't even think it's a name. I think it's... <laughs> it's like, a lot of concrete tools don't really have names, right? They're, yeah. No. What are some of the challenging stone projects that you guys have done? Something that comes to mind right off the bat. I mean, we're talking about 25 years here of interesting elements, man. There was, uh, Jesus, the University of Waterloo, the Earth Sciences Center. What did our tax dollars pay for? We we actually craned in, I think it was a 45-ton rock right into the middle of the building. As they, they, They didn't even build it yet. So they had the, the foundation and everything like that, and a bit of the skeleton of the building was up. So we craned this one rock in, and then afterwards they they built the the building around that. And this rock <laughs> and this rock was like an art piece or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's basically you know ge- geology and everything, earth science. And it's a rock. So how do you crane a rock that big? Very chains. It's, it's it's not so much. No, it's straps. Straps. Like Kevlar straps. Kevlar no, straps. You can't really you can't really use chains much because the, the problem is when the chains bind up, gonna chip it. They, and then they they chip the stone. 
it'll actually act like a cutter. Yeah. Yeah. So use the, the challenge too, is not so much lifting it, but it was actually, it's on the ground and to, I guess, tilt it up because when you tilt it, that's when the, there's the biggest, you know, amount, uh, force fear of it cracking. Yeah. Right. Wow. I mean, we've done, you know, bridges like that. What's that stone that's, um, huge in India? But some people are trying to bring it here. So Bannis. 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 Doesn't that stone... I've never heard of that. Okay. Doesn't that stone like not like winters? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so... Was that a split personality we just saw? No, it's just... The only reason I bring it up is because I saw some of that in a quarry recently. And um, I was like going, what the fuck is that stone doing here, man? That stone will not survive winters here. Maybe it goes inside. Piss anybody up. It will survive. Will it survive? Wait. Coating it? Back in the days, we had sandstone. We had Canadian sandstone, right? Like all the older houses in, uh, you know, Forest Hill and all that, they had that sandstone. It was amazing. But I think the government pretty much closed off some of the quarries. So now you can't really get it. But if you do get it, it's like super expensive. Like it's, it's crazy. Guy, I guess, went to India. Hey, this is the same stone that we have in Canada. It's not. It's not. So we brought it in and now there's, I guess, this trend we've seen it like for like five years or six years or something this trend of everybody's using this stone this indian stone this, this it's a stone. beautiful stone it is like it's a it's an amazing color variation and the problem is you got stone that came from a place where on a cold day it's 20 degrees on a hot day it's 60 degrees and then all of a sudden you bring it here and we get what 40 degree it just cracks to minus 40 degrees no it flexes the it stone actually, fucking flex. Really? So we were doing this one job with that stone. We were doing banding on a driveway. <laughs> In the morning, the stone was fine. Go for lunch or whatever. Come back, and the guy's like hitting the stone. It's all hollow. It's like, dude, I thought you back buttered it. I thought you did all this. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what it is. It, it just popped itself up. And then at the end of the day, it's fine. A few years later... We're doing the house next door, and we're watching the driveway. At 7 o'clock, the stone's flat. Like, this is band inside, like, asphalt, asphalt, and a band of this stone. At 7 o'clock, the stone's flat. At noon, the stone's, like, doing this. It's, like... It's pitching upwards. It's pinching upwards. At 5 o'clock, boop, back down. The stone flexes because of the heat. So and is because it, of the cold is and the it heat. binding to the next stone that's beside it, and then there's no room for it to go out, so it, it goes ex- up. It expands and contracts. Really? So that much? You put mortar joints in between, because realistically, the mortar is what holds the thing together. That's the flexibility of it, right? right? So we just went back and cut it out and put caulking. But then you'd see the caulking, like the it'd be a three out. It'd be a three eighths joint, and all of a sudden it's like boop, the little pimple. It's it's because the stone. Con- contracts and flexes so much. So do, how do you fix that? You don't. You don't. You Look, replace we, it. We've tried everything. We've tried everything. But clients love it because like, uh, of the tone of this stone, this yeah. color of this stone. Yeah. We've tried back buttering the back of the stone. We've tried, jeez, uh, what do you call it? Dry packing it down. We've tried... Uh, it's still flexes. Portland cement. It still somehow manages to separate itself. So what basically holds the thing down is the joints. So you know what? We figured instead of doing the joints three to one, which is like three sand to one port. That's a sand pack, right? No, for, like to do the mortar okay. in, in the joints, like the grout, if you want to call it. Okay. That. Instead of doing it three to one, you know what? We're going to do a two to one. 
or sometimes even one-to-one, you know, bump up the, the percentage of the adhesive, right? We've done that, and that's fine. It's held. Like, you might go over the it stone. Hasn't, it hasn't popped up? It hasn't popped up, and it hasn't, like, basically, this. It, what it does is it separates itself from the bottom layer, from the, the mortar bed. Okay. Right? So it still somewhat feels, it still sounds hollow, but it's being held down with the hard joint. And it's, it's been fine since then. It's just it's, best not to use it. And you try that to tell another client. You can't tell that to no, a client. No, you can't tell They them. won't listen you to you, man. You can't. Do you put a stipulation like, in the contract? Back in, back in the days, it was, you know what? It's okay. We're going to use the, it's, it's like a fad. It's a fad. Let's use this stone. Let's use this stone. Now, you know what? Badness has come out with some amazing stone that's not that sandstone. They've come out with an amazing black granite, like a jet black and everything. That stuff is bulletproof. What's that called? Jet black. They jet might, back plant banners? Yeah, jet back uh, banners that it's got a thermal finish. So basically like a... Like a hard, like a... a yeah, it's a gritty finish. Yeah. They, they run a flame across yeah. it and it pop, pops it and everything. It's That stuff's bulletproof. They called it jet black, but I think they got a new name now because they're using a different section of the quarry. So it's not the same stone, so they can't... Whatever. Anyways, this is all legal shit, hmm. but... What, what about the old school thought of like not using Portland or cement for the joints and using actual grout, exterior grout. No, you guys don't, don't get down. No, no, no exterior grout. Fuck it. No, it doesn't work. <laughs> I keep, I keep saying back in the days, listen, <laughs> trust me in, last week, <laughs> back in the days, like, and I, I can take you to places in forest Hill that we've done. We've used a combination of two parts, silica sand. Like, I'm, I'm not You're using silica sand back in the we used silica sand to one Portland to this thing called mortar mate, which was basically, it's a plasticizer. You use it in plasters and everything. When you make a cement out of uh, Portland, it's really grainy. You add this stuff called mortar mate and it makes it like creamy. It adds a cream to it. It's like paste. Exactly. It's a clay. Yeah. It's a clay yeah. based thing. We used to do the joints with that stuff. You go back there now to a house we did 20 years ago, the joints are still fucking perfect. Really? Right. But it's like, it's the way it is. It's economics. But what is it? Is it the silica? The silica just holds that thing like crazy. How would, silica how, is like what? Four times, five times the cost of regular sand. Yep. But we used to do it. Because you know what? You go to a job, you don't want to go back. That's right. No, you don't make any you never money. You want to go back. So you go to a house that you did 15 years ago, and you go look and do a repair. Like, uh, we, it's freestyle. It's Canada, man. Like, you go back and you do a little repair. 99% of the time, the repairs... Get you more work. ...isn't our fault because... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, hey, uh, what are you doing there? Are you fixing that? You want to come over to my house and fix some stuff there too? You know, like, do you cut grass? Are you a landscaper? Are you a comedian on <laughs> the side? <laughs> you realize this is an interview process, not a game show where you're trying to figure out what he's going to say, right? Do you know that? <laughs> okay, on the count of three, say the first word that comes to your mouth. One, two, three. Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. So, are we talking about rocks? So, <laughs> so, uh, how, how about lime? Like we we talked to all these stonemasons, and they talk about how lime does no, so that's, well on that's the walls. Masonry work. Yeah, that's masonry. Man. That's masonry. You right. can't put okay, on a horizontal plane. Okay, let me finish that thought. So, like ninety nine percent of the time, when we used to go do a repair, the repair would always be where the like say the driveway met the curb or met the sidewalk, and it wasn't our stone that was failing. It was the sidewalk because the sidewalk would lift and pop our stuff. The driveway itself was perfect. Why? Because we were using this combination of the silica sand and the Portland and everything like that. Now, Portland is a hydraulic cement. It basically, when it, I guess, cures, it has voids in it that, you know, what if water does get in and it freezes, it goes into the voids, no problem. You never use a type hmm. S or a type N on the ground. Because if you do, 
what will happen is in a year or two, maybe three, you pick up that stone and it's, look, it, it's, it's like you set it on limestone screenings. Really? It just disintegrates. Portland cement is always on the ground, type S, type N, always above ground. So if you're going to do a That's wall. That's a great point. Thank you. If you're going to do a wall, you're going to do brick, brick layers, brick layers type use, S, type N. Exactly. Portland is a hydraulic cement. You use it for like you know, repair your foundations and lay stone on the ground with it. Is it true that um, you got to teach clients to shut up when it comes about sealers? Natural stone is natural stone for a reason. Me personally, if someone asks me about sealers, I go, no, I don't, don't use sealers. Because that sealer will fade after that first winter and it will not look like that, right? Is that true? Yes. And then you got to do it again and well, you got to do it is, again. You, you create a maintenance issue now. Yes. Right? You got to, you got, listen, you're putting stone in the, the fuck, Jesus. Natural. It's like a million year fucking Natural. old the stone. Fuck. And all of a sudden, I'm going to put some sealer on it. <laughs> it's like it never had sealer no. when, it, when, when the fucking dinosaurs were walking on it. Why is it going to have sealer now? Well, but but sealer also doesn't allow it to breathe, right? No, it. it There's yeah. some breathable sealers, yeah. but the yeah. point is that it's you, the sure, look. It's, it's the, the look. maintenance now. You yeah. created a maintenance. You so created a maintenance. You issue. see a stone in a quarry. That's how you're going to look at it mm -hmm. in your home. Yes, that's how it is, man. Yeah. And the thing I hate is, oh, you know what? It's the, the people that bring these stones, and all of a sudden they wet it. This is what the stone's going to look. That's oh. not what the fucking stone. I, that's what the stone's going to look like when it fucking oh rains. My Come God. here, or when Come you, here. Give me your bottle of Avion. Give I've me your bottle that. of Avion. I've seen that a thousand times. Yeah, but it's like, did you did you guys do that on the show? God, stop it. <laughs> but, that's, but, but, but that's the point. You know we're I mean, friends, right? For now. <laughs> he brought it up. You have, you, have cli you have clients that like, I love the look of the stone, but I hate it when it's wet. Then you know what? Move somewhere where it doesn't fucking rain. You know, like build a house there. Build a canopy over your driveway. Oh, that's hey. just the way it is. It's natural. It, it, it's going to change. How do you hate when it looks? Tell me one stone that looks worse when it's wet. Everything looks better when it's wet. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. Aramosa. Yeah. Aramosa. Yeah. Limestone. Any beautiful. of the stones. Even beautiful. something that doesn't have green in it at yeah. all. Indiana limestone, amazing when it's wet. Yeah, it's beautiful. Amazing. But on a driveway, you don't want to seal it. Just let it mother nature. When it rains, yeah. go outside and look at it and go, oh my God, yeah. it looks amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's true. How are you guys perceived by the clients and the designers and the architects on the job side? Are you guys, because you've got one of the hardest jobs, man. The, the dirtiest way. jobs, <sighs> hardest jobs, dustiest jobs. Neighbors must love you. Yeah, what mm. are the health issues? Health Jesus. Is, no, but you guys are like all taking care of yourself. But the thing is, I just assume because there is a hierarchy with designers, homeowners, architects, neighbors, yeah. and they'll see you guys and you guys are always dirty. You guys are always on your hands and knees. You guys are always dusted up. You guys are always cutting hard, using water, using stone, using all that shit. The rate level of how important you are to these people just drops like a fucking rock. Is that true? Sometimes. Okay. Like you see it. You see it. There's that look that they give you like, oh my God. Don't, don't come near me. Don't, don't touch me. Don't come near me, but give me a quote, please. You know, like, <laughs> like you know. It's it, true. It is what it is. But at the same time, you know what? It's, it's like we're the fucking cleanup crew for all the other trades. We've been to these massive houses, massive fucking houses. And then we get there. It's like, it's ready for you. Like, are you fucking? There's like you guys. There's are, like car parts. And yeah, like, you guys are like Indiana Jones at that point. No, man. you know what we are. You're like we're, you guys are looking for everything that's inside the dirt. This is we're like the <laughs> we're like that fuck. You ever watch Pulp Fiction? Of course. We're like that guy when when he shoots the guy in the head and he has to call the cleaner. We're the fucking cleaner. We're the guys we call <laughs> clean Wolf. up my job site. Make it look Mr. fucking Wolf. beautiful. <laughs> make it look fucking beautiful. It's true. It's like, you guys have beer cans, bricks. 
two by fours, garbage. Years ago, we did we, we did a job as a courtesy for a, a builder, to a, a subdivision. Don't, I can't imagine sh- you there. Don't, don't ask. Don't ask. Okay, all right. So it was one of those. Okay, sod and uh, what do you call it? patio stones up to each unit. Blah, 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 blah. The twenty-four by thirty. Yeah, you know, builder special, right? Yeah. So we're grading it with the bobcat. We're grading it with the excavator. Yeah, pull a little corner. Like, what the fuck is that? A full skid of brick with the strap still on, buried. What? I'm not him. Yeah, a full What's skid of brick. Work? What do you mean a skid? Like a skid, a full cube, cube, a cube of brick. Yeah, a no, full no, cube no. Of brick buried in the fucking <laughs> hey, ground. This is brilliant because if you need to replace anything, you just dig it no, out. No, no, it's great because like one of my guys is like, hey, I want for my house. And he, he fucking took it. And he fucking took it. But yeah, it's like a full cube of brick. Full cube of brick. It, but it's it's the shit you see. How like you, you know bury what? that. It's like, dude, it's like you've always said, respect for the next trade. You know, like, hey, we're not fancy. But you guys are the, you guys are outside, man. You guys are the painters of outside. Yeah. We're not fancy schmancy, you know, finished carpenters or anything like that. But when you walk up to a house, it's not like, oh, fuck, look, I wonder what that kitchen looks like. No, it's holy shit. This is a nice house because you see it from the outside, a curb appeal. And then you're like, I want to know what the hell is inside. Yeah, the stone on the All steps, right. the You're stone right. leading to the steps, the stone on the driveway, the the, the pavers on the driveway, yeah. all that stuff. What about uh, fences and uh, gates, like gate posts and stuff like that? Are there any tricks to that? Like, we've always done it in a way where, okay, now a lot of these houses, like obviously not, they have you know the automatic gates and everything like that. The biggest trick to that is you can't just put you know two posts in the ground and think that that's going to hold because there's a lot of weight with these things opening and closing. What we've always done is post, post on a buried footing that connects the, both of them together. Wow. Right? So when the tension of the doors, o- the gates open. Yeah, because like the gate opens and then all of a sudden after, it's like, a bridge. after a few years, you kind of see the gates, you know, they're a they're little not bit lopsided yeah. or everything like that. But That's what we brilliant. Do, yeah. Dig I've never whole, heard that before. Dig the whole thing up, footing on the ground from that bridges one and the other, like the left post and the right post, and then solid steel you, you, like what are you doing? A four by four steel? No, we've done six by six. Six by six. Yeah, like it, it depends on the um, on the gate uh, manufacturer oh, too. Okay. But we work in conjunction with them, so they'll send us the steel, and we'll plop it in the ground, and we'll oh. form around it and pour it in place, and you got these solid steel, you know, pillars inside the stone pillars. So when the guy actually, you know, physically connects the gate. To these posts, they're solid. They're not going anywhere, and there's no chance for it to sag. There's no. These are powder coated. That's amazing. Or That's galvanized. a trick. Okay. They they've done powder coating. They've done galvanizing. They've done everything. Red they, red steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've done red steel too. I mean, you know, no, that was my that was my joke usually for inside. But I have a friend that always says, "Is it red steel?" I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> <laughs> well, prime steel. So, what kind of what size rebar do you use in the, in those footings? Like when we pour like a slab or something like that for like laying stone on top, it's always like uh, 10 mil rebar, uh, 12 on 12 centers, and tied everything. And and for the columns uh, for the gates for the columns, it always depends on spec. Okay. Right. Whatever they have, whatever they have. Spec. Depending on the weight of the. We've done the ones door, where uh, we've we've poured the whole thing monolithic, and we've done ones where we've just poured the uh, the base post into the footing, and then we've done stone around it. Like I said, it all depends on the spec. Not one is is like uh, how you how do you put it? The same. Yeah. It's not there's no ge- there's no generic gate no. detail. Everybody's um, different. Right? So one thing I have a problem with is block for columns. Do you always pour or do you like block too? 
once again, depends on the spec. You can do both. But what's your personal opinion? It's a, it's a bitch to pour because you have to figure, you know what, with a pour, it's going to take a little bit more. It's going to take longer in terms of the forming because you have to figure out, okay, now I got to put all the electronics in that fucking thing. Right now, I yeah, got to conduit. I got to do this. Yeah. I got to do that. But you still got to pour right? the block still. But the block, it's easier. It's like, you know what? Okay, now I got to add something. So, okay, I'll just pop a little hole in the block. Then we core fill them. So at the end of the day, it's 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 one hundred percent concrete no matter what. Right? Are you okay. guys running chases? You go, you're putting conduit underneath. No, we put conduit. You have to because then you can conduit. still chase it later on if yeah. you have to. Like if they ask for three conduits, we put four, just in case. Right? Yeah. You're and like it, Toronto Hydro. No, but it's <laughs> it's nowadays. You, you no, have you're to, right. You're getting ready for the you infrastructure you of the house. To, okay, you know what? They ask for two conduits under the driveway. We run four. But why? Just in case, man. Yeah. You never know. Just in case. Because now it. you got to have your, you know, your sprinklers have to go in one conduit. Your electrical has to go in another. Your camera. Camera has to go in a different conduit. It cannot be put in the, the same conduit because of the frequency. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to ask you something that in 76 shows, 77 shows now. Try 82. Is it 82 now? Fuck, I got to listen to 82 shows. You basically have about 100 hours of listening right there. But I want to ask good you luck. something. That's good, that's good plow listening to it. You know, you stick that on. <laughs> that's that's a good tip. That's a good tip. <laughs> Great tip, man. Um, I want to ask you something we've never asked. What kind of machinery do you think that is the best for landscaping because we've never talked about machinery john deere oh, hitachi kubota what is the machinery to go and get what doesn't fail uh, basically whatever the boss buys but no, you but know what, personal we, preferences here we have isn't it a maintenance thing we Just, have, we have if you sink. take care of it it'll last mm, not necessarily bob case they're all kind of kubota they're it's, all it's, not it's, to you me. know what it's wait, wait, no oh, man, it's no. like talking about cars Oh, I want to get this Bobcat, but you know what? This Bobcat has a Kubota engine in it, and it's tier four, meaning that it doesn't take def. But this Kubota has a Kohler engine in it, and it's tier three, and it takes def, but it's $10,000 cheaper than that one. There's so many variables. What's, what's been the go-to that's had the least problems in your experience? We've had JCB. Really? Yeah, junk came from Britain. <laughs> that flew over your head. <laughs> no, but I, I've, we, I've we've had like okay, it it, it depends. Like for our bobcats, okay, let's call them skid steers. They're not bobcats, right? Wow. Our skid steers are kubotas, and our, the kubotas have been amazing. You know, Japanese engineering, they're fucking great. Before that, we had John Deere skid steers. They actually lifted a little bit more than the the kubotas, but in terms of price, and in terms of like. You know, calling a John Deere guy to come out and service that machine, it, it it's big bucks, right? Versus the competition. Versus the Kubota guy. These are good things to know, though. Like JCB. I don't know how we got involved with JCB, but my boss back in the days, he bought JCB 426 loader. And the thing's been with us for like, geez, so like 20-something years. And it's got sentimental value. It's gone through two engines already, and don't mind me. Man. We've used JCB loaders for snow plowing. And we haven't had any issues with them. Okay, we haven't had any issues with JCB loaders, so let's let's use the JCB for the loaders. Okay, okay. you know what? You guys should try out a JCB uh, skid steer. Okay, let's get in it. No. So let's. And let's, it doesn't hold up. No, but you know what? It was. It's, it's almost like you know that tool that tool question that you asked me. Are you a deer guy? Are you a case guy? Are you this and that? It's the same thing. You know what? Our loaders are JCB for snow. Our skid steers are Kubota. 
our excavators are a combination of John Deere and JCB. And you know what? At the end of the day, it's price and service. If you can get a machine for $10,000, $20,000 cheaper than the other guy, you know, that weighs in on you. But at the same time, if, if that machine's $20,000 cheaper, but trying to get service and parts is like almost next to impossible, you got to do your math. No, you, you, gotta you, do your you math. made a great point. That's good to know. How about trucks? <clears throat> Small five tons or uh, dump trucks. What, what are your go-to on those? We have two Freightliner triaxles. The reason we have those as dump trucks is because they have uh, Viking Sives. It's, it's a company that makes salter bodies. So it's a U-body that basically in the summer you put a metal plate inside and it covers the conveyor chain. So you oh. can use it as a regular dump truck. In the winter, you take those plates off and there's a conveyor chain Salt. and there's the salter. Nice. Like, you know, those city salters that drive around? Yeah. You know, we basically use those. So I guess the thing too is, you know what? If you're going to get into landscaping, you got to figure, okay, you got to do something in the winter. So if you're going to buy machinery, you're going to buy like trucks and everything like that. They're going to be parked all winter or you're going to have double duty with them. That's like anything in construction. When it comes to winter, what, what are you going to do? So we have those two triaxles that, that we use. To do you like the winter? To be honest with you, yeah. You know sure. what? Am I going to freeze my ass off laying stone? No. But you know what? I'll uh, be in the shop welding away, repairing. But okay, we got to go plow. No problem. I'll plow. The winters are getting a little easier nowadays, no? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not, actually not that bad. It's, it's, you know, oh my God, you guys got to be up at like, you know, 14, 15 hours. Yeah. Big deal. Like, Jesus Christ, when you was at a rave, how many hours would you be out? <laughs> <laughs> right? But and it's not, like, oh my but God. But it's a different kind of plowing. Oh my God. But <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but different kind of snow, too. <laughs> wow. We, we are breaking records yeah. today. <laughs> But it, it's like, oh my God, you're out for 14 hours. Yeah, but I'm, I'm basically in a machine with heat, a radio. And a podcast called and a Construction. And 80 <laughs> fucking shows that I have to catch up on. Son of a bitch. What do you, what do you choose for pickup trucks? Um, a lot of Chevys. Really? A lot of Chevys, Chevys, huh? I thought you were a Ford Chevys, man. nah. What nah. would you think? Make him I a, just see a lot of Ford trucks, a lot of 450s, 550s. I just see mm -hmm. them a lot. We got a lot of Chevys for like the plow. Like we only really have two plow trucks. Like b before we used to have like, you have to like, oh man, I'm going to put it. You have to adapt, right? So we used to have like, say six pickup trucks, you know, 3,500s or 2,500s or whatever with plows on on this and that. You know what? It's not economical to plow with them. Let's get a machine and you take the work of two pickup trucks. Hmm. Excellent. So then, 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 so then that was the one thing. So then we have a couple pickups. They're Chevys. You know, for like the, like I said, the five ton Dodge. For the price point, you can't go wrong. For what you get in a Chevy, like Jesus Christ, in a Chevy, you get like the fucking crank windows. <laughs> What? And for the same price, the same price, what the, do mean, Dodge, the, Dodge, the Dodge had a fucking uh, touchscreen and Bluetooth and everything like that. I mean, you can't go wrong, but at the same time, it's how long you keep them too, right? You don't keep them until they start breaking apart. You no. keep them for a bit and then off on their merry Gone. way and you get another one. I love his whistling. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it sounds like hardscaping, landscaping is really about problem solving, man. Yes. It comes down to like, you know, you got to figure, you don't know what's underground. 
So it's a surprise I, every so time. I'm digging all of a sudden. Oh, geez, you know what? There's the rest of the house they forgot to demolish. Or we're digging and then, oh, there's an underground creek. Or, you know, the arborist says, or in the city, well, what are you guys going to do here? We can't damage these roots for this, you know, 300-year-old tree. It's like, son of a... You got to solve it. So how do you solve it? Okay, now we have to do, you know, a bridge footing or we have to do this kind of thing to get through here. What's a bridge f- footing? Like a grade beam. Really? Yeah. Like, allow so that, it won't arborist? affect the roots. Or now we got to call in a vac truck and to, do it that way to vacuum around the roots of this tree. Right? So it's like... What size roots are they worried about? How big before they start going? Don't touch that one. It's, it's more the feeder roots. Okay. Like the smaller roots basically is what feeds the tree. The larger roots is basically what anchors the tree into the ground. So they're basically, they, they care about both sizes, really. That's really interesting, right? but they care more about the feeder. You know what? Trees got more rights than humans. They do because they make more money off that. They've been here longer. Protection. Yeah. So <laughs> they've been here longer. So story, I, I'm not going to say I was part of it. I'm not going to say I just. We'll le- beep it out. Legend says. <laughs> we're, at, we're at this job we're at this job and it's for a very influential person we're all in a site meeting and everything like that and he goes i want my driveway to go this way <laughs> and, this, and the city guy's like no you can't have your driveway go this way it's got to go this way because of these trees and everything like that so he says to the city guy what happens if i cut these trees down and he's like wow you gotta you gotta pay a fine how much well you know how much I don't know, like 10,000 a tree. Julia, come here. <laughs> <laughs> writes the guy, writes the city guy a fucking check. Here, I want the trees down tomorrow. Boom, gets in the black link and takes off. That's wow. A, that's a legend, eh? Yeah. I'm not even joking. I like this so guy. I've heard from I heard from her. I can't tell you if it's true. I, I just, you know. It makes a lot of sense because it, this, the city wants you to protect the trees. The, you mm-hmm. you got to put a deposit down on it. And then if yeah, that tree's annoying. Okay, you have one tree that's basically... This is okay. This is a real story, not you know, legend. We were at this, we we're at this job in on uh, in the Kingsway. We were doing this, you know, uh, a pool, retaining wall, flagstone with the banner stuff, and blah blah blah. And there was this tree, and it looked really shady. And we, it's like, you know what? That branch is really gonna come down. That that's funny, gonna, a little shady. That's <laughs> that branch is gonna come down. And and we were telling the city, you know what? This this tree. The whole design was based, you know, work around that tree, work around that tree. So the whole thing's done, beautiful, job came out amazing. A year later, the fucking tree falls. The one, that one branch we said, this tree's going to land it on the flagstone, snap the flagstone, land oh. it on the retaining wall around the pool, oh. smashed everything. And now they basically cut, cut it down. And now you got all this landscape that basically went around this tree, and now there's no tree, and now it kind of doesn't make any sense now. So when are you going back to change the drive? Well, we don't know. Well, you could put a little hill there and a couple of blue spruces. <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's just ridiculous how you got to put like a heavy-duty deposit down for every single tree on your property if you're doing any work. For I it. never knew that. Like no, no, you got to do it. It's a 20, depending on the size of the tree, but I, I thought it was like 2,500 bucks. You depending on the size of the tree, size the, the tree. caliper, yeah. what will be the financial replacement for that tree so if they can tell you if you get rid of that tree then all of a sudden you got to plant you know 50 of these kinds of trees on your property now we're talking 50 like you yeah know, but this is where i disagree with the city is that this also includes trees that do not belong on their property it, yes. it's on private property which yes. is the homeowner's property they're dictating what you can or can't yeah. do so now in your backyard where no one will go to no one will go to, it's only going to be you and your family and everything like that, there's a tree 
as long as it's bigger bigger than a certain caliper, I, I can't really I can't really remember what it is. I think you, you, if I think you, it's twelve inches. If isn't you it? can, well, <laughs> if you can't basically wrap your hand around it to give it a fucking chokehold, that's considered a city tree in your backyard. So you can't tear it down. That's the guidance from the city. What if you get Andre the Giant to wrap that tree then? No, but I heard anything. There's under, an actual, like a real specific law. Size, I mean, right? Yeah, a circumference. No, but, yeah. I, but I heard yeah. anything under 12 inches, you mm-hmm. can cut down. No. I, no, 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 yeah. They're like six inches. And it's a city tree. You can't touch it. You yeah. got to call so for listen, it. I love then. trees. I love mature lots. I, I love prefer, it. Yeah. I, 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 I totally. But the thing is, sometimes the design call, doesn't call for it. And exactly. it, you know what? And remove that tree and spend the extra money on buying a more mature tree. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a better tree because it's been what? Replanted and then yeah. wrapped up and replanted. And, and yeah. that tree is being stunned or starved mm-hmm. or whatever, right? You have an opportunity to put a, a new tree where you want it to suit. Well, your you design. have like. 30 40 year old like pine tree that's pretty much dead from here to here i can't put you know tear it down and put three new trees in the place no it all depends you know what it's it's like you any any day at the city man you you walk in on a monday and the guy will tell you no you walk in on a tuesday a different guy will say that's not right but but not only that i'm i'm in belleville past belleville I have Canadian cedar shield, like a cedar shield, shield trees. Mm-hmm. It's they're bushes. They're no. ugly cedar, man. They no. there's nothing beautiful about them. They're just, they're like weeds growing. No. The swamp cedars. I can't even tear them down. No, I'm not even allowed to dig no. the roots out. No, and God bless you if you don't, please don't get involved with conservation authority. Those That's a guys, whole other animal. Those guys get more power. That's my than problem. Everything. I'm on conservation. Like we get, we get drawings that are approved. Gone through the whole committee? Gone through the whole committee of adjustment. Gone through the city process. Gone to this and that. Gets the conservation not approved. Like, really? They just veto it. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Can't you pay yeah. for a permit to get it done? No. You got to, like, basically... Persuade. Okay. You got to pay them off. What you do you persuade. want? What do you want us to do to make you happy? Yeah. It's like, well, I need you to plant 50 of these trees on your site. Really? 50? Okay. We'll do it. Doesn't That's mean their that plan. That's their justification for removing one tree. Yeah, it's a little yeah. unfair, no? Well, they have their own little, I guess, formulas of what. But then sometimes you, you go into certain it. areas of the city, certain mm-hmm. neighborhoods, mm-hmm. and magically trees disappear. No, that's and true. not replanted with new trees. But that's like anything in uh, anything in, in this fair city where, you know, you drive by a, a you know and the whole neighborhood is two story and all of a sudden you got this one guy that's like three story four story how did he get through and a roof deck and a roof deck <laughs> and a laneway and a laneway house as well and like hey okay. here's my checkbook but i gotta just, go that's like, <laughs> i want to ask one question what's the one thing that drives you crazy about people and what they ask for regarding driveways can you make the driveway bigger Okay. Always. My biggest gripe about that, I'm sure I'll talk about it on Manny Mondays one day. If you got a two-car driveway, how wide should your driveway be? Your driveway has to be the size of the city curb cut. That's it. What if the city's doing new curbs and adding new water lines, water mains, and all of a sudden they ask to make the curb cut Mm -hmm. wider? They don't do that. They do that. They don't do that. They do do that. They don't do that. They do do that. It all depends on... Brampton? Mississauga. Markham? Mississauga has a certain size for their curb cut. Brampton has a certain size. Toronto, 
in Toronto, there's like six or seven different types of I can drive cuts. in a bunch of neighborhoods in Brampton <laughs> where there will probably be about five or six Corollas on the driveway, man. I've also seen driveways, though, get double driveways to kind of do a, a roundabout. See, but that's different. Double car. Because you like can... you have a driveway and then you can get a another... Dr- oh, yeah. so like, like a little hammerhead. Yeah. Yeah, but then you can get away with that by saying it's your front patio. Really? Right. Yeah. It all depends on what you put down on the drawing. Right, but the, usually the curb cut is law, right? Okay. Like it's good to know. We've done places in in Forest Hill. The curb cuts like this. You have to go with the curb. How, cut. how about if you do something? Okay, so I I've seen on the like, drawings they want so much green space, mm-hmm. and say the curb cut is asphalt. I will just say asphalt for now. Mm-hmm. And then the outside, you make four or five feet on either side, or maybe eight feet either side mm-hmm. with interlock stone. Isn't that a green space still they say you have to have this much green space they didn't say what part of the property you're supposed to have it on there it, isn't a frontage or a back or i think it's it depends on realistically i think it's the cumulative of okay. the property okay right so you yes they 10 don't percent want, or something like they, right like a guy like a, a realistic uh you know inspector or planner or whatever like that they won't look at a drawing and if it, you're, you're the front of your house is like all concrete they're, they're not going to say yes right because they have the guidelines they have to follow but like you know the whole specifics is you know a certain percentage of your property has to be green space a certain percentage has to be paving a certain percentage has to be building right when you look at the bare facts what they approve is a whole different scenario but they have to look back to it like you know you go by that neighborhood and all of a sudden you see a guy you know grass 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 all of a sudden you see a guy with like the whole front of his house is paved yeah it's like who approved that somebody's got to you know somebody has to be accountable for that it's just like i said it all depends on who you get are we going ballistic with uh heated driveways heated walkways ah i wanted to ask that that is that is the trend that is the the i know you've done a lot of heated steps We've done a lot of heated driveways too, and heated driveways, oh, yeah. right? Are you doing times. this? Are you doing that on two separate systems, or anything? yes, they're yeah. always on two it, separate systems. Depending on the drawing, there's always a calculation of what you can have as a run for each, I guess, zone, loop or whatever. It loop is. zone, whatever. Okay. You don't want to overcompensate. You don't want to undercompensate for it. So they always do a math and figure, okay, this driveway with these steps, with these, it's going to be this much, these, this, the, uh, this many zones. And yeah, obviously you want the, you know, the stair zone to be its own, right? You don't want the stair zone connected to the walkway zone and this and that, just because if ever there was a leak, right, you can shut it off. You don't want everything on one zone and all of a sudden... You, you know, have to shut everything down. Yeah, yeah. Good Plus, you, if you do have a heated driveway, it has to be specified on the drawings that it is a heated driveway, because if the city was to ever come and tear up your driveway, they need to know that it's a heated driveway. What system is your go-to for radiant heat? We, Opener? Do they get into that? They get into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they get into Or is that too too high and not necessary? Mm, not really. Like, there's a lot of packs. Uh, is it packs? Packs. Yeah. Once again, it all depends on the installer. You're going to say that copper is better. You're going to say that PEX is better. You're gonna, it all depends on the installer. You've go by some driveways and the guy's running red loop. You go by some driveways and the guy's running clear loop. It's just, it, it depends. It depends. And then it's, it's the same thing. It's a boiler system, right? Usually run by gas. 
But each oh. line, I mean, you tell me, each line doesn't have any joints. There's no elbows or anything like that. It's one loop that goes and it comes loop. out and it comes yes. back. Yes. And you're doing that exactly the yes. same thing to the size or the area that's needed, right? Yes. yes. Because each pipe has a number on it where you're only allowed for that pipe to go as far as it, it's supposed to go. Yes. There's a calculation yeah. and there's actually numbers on the side of it, right? You know this, right? No, I didn't. You didn't know that? So no. there's actually numbers on the side of the PEX or the Upanor or whatever it is. And so at the starting point of where the manifold's going to be, you have to cal- that, see that number and you got to go and I don't know exactly what the number, if it's 30 or 40 or 50, whatever. And then you got to come back at that number. And that's all the, the inspector cares about is they come to the manifold area and mm-hmm. take a look at all the heads and the tails. And those numbers have to be within that number. Well, mm-hmm. I learned something today. It's Manny. the same thing with infloor radiant. Infl- well, that's that's the whole point of this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to educate, man. Like, no, but it. here's here's the question: Is what's the true environmental impact on doing infloor drives and walkways? Is it just pure? I've got a lot of money and a tiny penis, and I just want to do this, or am no, I really saving the world by doing this? It's convenience. That's all it's, it is. It's convenience because you know what? A I don't have to hire somebody to plow my driveway. Which is great. No salt. B, no salt. they're going to damage my driveway with a plow. Because, you know, when, when metal hits stone, it, something's got to give. Chip, chip. Right? Yeah. No salt. No de-icers. No blah, 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 blah. In the end, what are you really doing? And it's not like the thing It's not like the thing goes to 30 degrees and you can lie on it like you're on a beach in fucking Bermuda. No, what are you You're going to like five, right? Five or Not even. As long as, the, as long as it's warmer than the ambient temperature outside. That's all it is. Okay, that's, so that's the trick. Yeah. And it's basically, it's basically a copper sensor, right, with a loop around it, right, that we put it somewhere in the driveway, usually not under where a car is fucking parked, like usually on the walkway or something where it's always exposed. And it's an open loop. And it's not if it gets cold, doesn't detect temperature. It detects moisture. So if it gets wet, then it starts turning on. Oh. And then you can get into the other more complicated systems where it actually has, you know, an ambient temperature sensor. Like, it's like anything. You either get the ten, the you know, the five thousand dollar package, or you get the fifty thousand dollar package. Average two car driveway. What's the cost of it? Oh. Just, just the radiant, just the not holding you on it. Just, just it's just a number. A two car driveway. You're looking in like oh, the tens of thousands. So just, like twenty thousand dollars, yeah, just for the yeah. system. Because you got to figure, like you got to run it, and then you got to bury it somehow, right? So you're either gonna bury it like in so that's con- including in concrete, the concrete, right? Yeah, in con- oh, that's no, no that's not, gonna be That's right. just the, the pipe. Right. We're talking like heated driveway, two cars. Concrete base, whatever stones on top. I mean, it, it ranges. You can do like from fifty to a hundred thousand. It all depends what you put on top of it. Ka-ching, it's no right? joke, man. No. And then there's like there's cheaper ways too, right? Can I? What are the cheaper ways? Well, there's instead of putting it on a concrete base, you cover it with gravel, right? And uh, you lay interlock on top of it. There's instead of going with. Well, that still work. Like, or are you putting it on a bed of of uh, polystyrene or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, okay. oh, sorry, I forgot that. You have to put the styrofoam on the ground. Because basically, and it, it's a high, uh, what do you call it? There's there's the blue styrofoam, which yes. is regular blue styrofoam. And then there's a high impact styrofoam. The exterior grade version. No, it's not exterior oh, grade. It's, not? it's just because the compression rate. Ah. Like if you if you were to grab regular styrofoam, you could almost squeeze it in your hand. Like yeah, basement you know floors we were talking about. Yeah. yeah, this one though, it's high impact. Basically, it's supposed to take the weight of a car. Right, because you got this slab that you're gonna put on, and all of a sudden you're putting the weight of a car, and then next thing you know, your two-inch styrofoam turns into like one inch, and then your whole thing goes down. Right, this is like a high-impact styrofoam that we use, and then it draw because you put the styrofoam on the ground, it draws the heat up instead of going down. 
right? Because you want the heat to go up to heat yeah. whatever stone yeah. you put on, right? And this isn't water, obviously, in the pipe. This no, is... no, it's a glycol mix. Yeah. That's why you got to tell, tell the city that you have that. Because, like I said, if they ever have to do a repair, you know, a guy comes in, puts his jackhammer, and blah, all of a sudden he gets glycol in the eye. eye. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right? serious. I had that in the eye. Yeah. I know I heard You probably it had a lot book. of stuff in your eye <laughs> I had, I had just hair in saying. my eye <laughs> You guys can talk later on 70s yeah. kid But it's like there's other options It's like you know like you said There's like the $5,000 option There's like the $100,000 option right You know they, they make a, an electric heated version of it Oh it's that like just a, sounds expensive Not really because you got to think about it The thing's not Okay, a heated driveway does not go to 30 degrees. As long as, as if the temperature outside is like, you know, minus five, as long as it's minus two, you know, as long as it's warmer. That's a great point. Right? Wait, so you're saying that it, it has a moisture sensitive sensor on it. Yeah, to activate it. To activate it. But the right? thing is, what if it just were cold? What if we're like minus 10, no moisture That's in the That's where air? the extra combination of so other sense, options. Other yeah. sensors, yeah. atmospheric other, sensors. Yes. yes. Okay, yes. I gotcha. And then there's always like, it, there's almost like a thermostat too that you can turn on, on yourself. Well. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I want my driveway to be hot all the time. Screw it. So what are right. some of the things that the clients are asking for these days? Front yard, backyard, sides. What are they asking for? Because I know you've done all kinds of, and everybody's really got to go to, uh, and we should do another shout out because we haven't done Green Book yet. Oh, <laughs> it's Green Book Talk with me. So um, <laughs> I tried to choose something that was close to your heart mm -hmm. because you probably don't know this game that we play. We It's not a game, it's knowledge. It's knowledge, but there's a game. You have to pick the price. Oh, so God. on your first offense, mm -hmm. and under section 228-1B, Employer failing to ensure the services are accordingly located, marked before excavating. Oh, incredible. What is the first fine? It's either 250 If you haven't marked before excavating. <laughs> I could say 250. No, it's 550. Okay. You say 250? I say 550. Okay, you're saying 550 mm -hmm. now? Yeah. What are you saying? 550. Well, we've got two winners today. <laughs> yes. And that doesn't... So that, for first offense on not marking mm -hmm. with spray paint, eco-friendly spray paint, of course, for landscapers. Yes. $550. But you guys don't mark. You guys get the locates to come in to we do that. We get locates to come in. Yes. Yeah, so you know what? But if you don't have that... Ass, but if cover you don't have ass. that and an inspector shows up, it's 550 do you, bucks. Do you know what the colors mean? Yes. Gas so is yellow. Yes. Red is? Hydro. Yes. Blue is water. water. What's the last one? White. Well, white. What is white? White is usually for excavations. White is what you're going to basically build. Or cut out. It. Yeah, or cut out. So yeah. what are those white circles in Bell Trinity Park right now? That's where we're going to cut the holes there and <laughs> but, put those idiots in the holes. But sometimes <laughs> you have to know the orange and the red could be uh, Rogers also. Cable lines in Rogers. Yes. If you're in Toronto, though, those are lines are all above ground. No, no, everything's underground. Infrastructure's over a hundred years oh, you know old, what? dude. We hit, we hit stuff all the time. Really, you're hitting Rogers and Bell. You're hitting uh, okay. we, telecommunications we, underground. We did a, we did a driveway, and it's like, you know, eight neighbors down. Their lines ran through that guy's driveway. Yeah, I've seen trackers off over a meter. Yeah, that's why you have to hand dig within a meter. Yeah, but who does that? I worked with a lot of older guys, and these guys will take chances. Mm -hmm. They're so amazing with the machines they'll do different things than the younger guys will yeah. and i do see these guys and they will literally be able to move the machine and move a half an inch at a time yeah. and they will drag 16 feet 
to yeah. that usually don't work like a 16 foot length yeah. you work like a two foot or a foot length is, at a where, time where are you getting with this where, where, where are you going oh i'm just saying like uh, he's saying you have to hand dig but to hand dig you could take days if mm-hmm. you don't use a machine it could they could take out like an, an hour versus a couple of days so you're saying just take the risk no no i'm not <laughs> saying that just, what are you saying uh, i'm not saying that i'm just saying people do this we're, we're <laughs> reading the subtitles here okay and it, that's we've what hit, you're saying we've hit a gas line it's not. Oh. It's not fun. Oh no shit! But same thing. It was marked in, in the wrong spot. Yeah, right? as long as you. So who's at fault for that? We've hit. Oh jeez. Well, if it's marked, it's not your fault. We've yeah. hit fiber optic. Ooh, and, that's expensive, man. And took and out like all of uh, like Keel Street. <laughs> wow. King City. <laughs> I, I've heard people say if you hit a car, uh, a fiber line. Just run. Don't even come but back it's to work. Not our fault. It wasn't marked. It's like a half a million dollars. Was a million it, dollars. Well, that's under that's under telecommunications would be marking that. No. Yeah. Or is that marked. that all new in the turn? Don't know. Wasn't marked. We we got away with it. We just said this, this is our. And the good thing was though, when the guy came to repair it, he's like, okay, here's the deal. You have a machine here. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna dig for me. You're gonna you're gonna tell me where. You tell us where you want to dig, and we'll dig for you. You make my life easier, I'll make your life easier. No problem. Well, sometimes it is, and, and while we're on the digging part, sometimes it is cheaper to, instead of have a guy in a backhoe or shovels, to bring mm-hmm. in a sucker truck and just say, okay, there's the white line, there's yeah. the red line. I want you to spend four hours sucking that dirt out until we find that line, and then I'll dig around it. No. <laughs> <laughs> we've, like, we've used it, but it's, it's, it's like I said, it's, it's the scenario that... That you, I don't know, that it calls for it. Well, if you right? think if you think about two or three guys digging mm-hmm. forty bucks an hour, just say they're making forty bucks an hour, yeah. and they take three days, and These you get a machine guys. for eight hundred bucks for four hours. Realistically, the work that we do, we don't come across that. Yeah, too much because uh, we we already it's it's a new build. And we know where the gas is. You're we know where the things are. Yeah, and, and, and if it's an old build, it's it's kind of like we know where it's going to be. You're right. You're not that's, on the street of that's downtown more for Toronto. Like, yeah, the street. Yeah. yeah, where, okay, by the way, here's line, 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 line. And under that is another line, 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 line. And under that is another line. So no. You hit it right on the money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what are you looking for in machine workers? Guys on backhoes and machines. What is it? An age thing that you're looking for? Is it uh, experience? Uh, what kind of guy? No, it's experience and safety. A guy who's having his Starbucks on the social media. No, fuck him. <laughs> it's a no. It's it's knows how to use the machine. Knows how to use it safely, right? And a team player, man. Yeah, like you know what? You're not the only guy on site, man. So yeah. just you know, calm down. Plus, you're also the, like you got to be aware of your surroundings. So you yeah. got a full attention. Yeah. Pay full attention, man. And speed. And speed. But speed comes with experience. That's the way I look at it. It does. Is there anywhere that uh, you recommend or don't recommend to buy stones from Canada? No. I didn't. There's yeah. nothing like that, right? No. no I'm just curious because no. I know there's mercury in the ground. There's all kinds of weird stuff. and there's, there's I don't know everything. how that affects oh, it, right? In, the, in, in Known to cause cancer in the state of California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just asking if there's what? like... Where's your favorite place to buy well, stone? Like anything that you buy now. From California. It's got that fr- no. No, that it's was got a that joke. sticker now. Everything? Everything you buy. If you buy something and it's it's sold in the States, they have to put a sticker on it that says this ha- is known to contain... 
chemicals or whatever that will cause I know, in Hardy the state Backer of California. Yeah. yeah, Hardy Backer Board has that. I was in a Komatsu excavator a few days ago, and I'm digging, digging. I look over to the side, and there's that freaking sticker. This machine <laughs> contains uh, that is known in the state. Like, what the fuck is going on in the state of California that's causing all this cancer and birth defects? They're and very stuff, strict right? regarding like, those. Everything they have there is causing that shit. But, but then no, it's okay to be using it and touching it here? Yeah. <laughs> It's for some reason in California, they said that anything that's made in the States has to have that sticker. Have you guys gotten a lot better with the silica? You guys are like, everything's getting all attached to wet. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the dust like, masks yeah. and everything. Dust masks, we're using, uh, we're using water. It makes a it makes a muddy mess, but it, it yeah, is it's what better it is. than you know, cleaning people's cars and houses. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Look, look you got to like realize, you know, it, it comes to a point that you're gonna have to cut dry. You just have to. There's yeah. certain instances you have to cut dry. Now these new things with the IQ saws, where it's you know completely dust. Free, I don't, it's a gimmick because you know what? I could hear it cry when you cut stone. It's you hot. cut it on the ground, yeah. right? Now I gotta go pick up that piece of stone and put it on a tile saw and cut. It's not. And then they have these new gimmicks where it's like this vacuum that attaches to your quick cut. Well, you know what? I got to see the blade and this thing's blocking me and it's, it's awkward. It's just awkward. You know, so the only real solution that you have is just use water. And, and then you true. can make it shiny. Look how nice it looks when yeah, it's wet. And that's it. You know, you got to cut dry and you make dust. You use the, you know, the Portuguese face mask and you grow a beard and that's it. <laughs> the flavor saver. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know, the Portuguese guys with the big mustaches, that's yeah. like, that's like an inner filter, right? It's the pre, it's the pre-filter. <laughs> the P100. To the that's, that's the, what, what is that? That's the, yeah, P95, right? Yeah, no, it's a that's, P100. That is the pre-filter before it gets to the secondary nostril hair filter and you're good to go. So usually I ask about this time, you know, what do you want to change about the industry or what can Fuck. you, or you what never would, ask that oh, question. Hang on, hang on. Or what <laughs> would you, what can you recommend? But in this case, you being a foreman, a superintendent of the corporation that you're working for, <laughs> do you really give a shit if any of your guys have a mortgage? Do you really care? Or do you just want someone to come to work and <laughs> perform and do their job? You know what? At the end of the day, we all have a job to do. This has to be done. A, B, and C has to be done today. C, you know, whatever has to be done tomorrow. You have to care about your guys. You have to care about the guy beside you because you know what? If you don't give a shit about the guy beside you, he's not going to give a shit about you. So you know what? If he doesn't give a shit about you and you don't care about his mortgage, he doesn't care about your fucking mortgage. Right? No, Everybody, but it's just. But do you agree that when you come to work, and what I'm leading to is, mm -hmm. I hear a lot of guys always tell me, I should make $40 an hour because mm -hmm. I have a mortgage and I have kids. Yeah. Well, I don't care that you have a mortgage and you don't have, uh, that yeah. you have kids. You know what? If you perform and you do, and you make money for yeah. me and for you, I care about your kids okay. and mortgage. So, Carlito's making friends. <laughs> so, this welder walks into an interview. He goes, Okay, what? Well, here for the interview. And the guy's like, Okay, well, the job pays between. 15 and 35 dollars an hour okay so show me two welds so he does the first weld popcorn everywhere he does the second weld it's like fucking dimes on top of dimes it's beautiful oh it sounds good already right guy that's interviewing goes, what are these well that's the 10 dollar an hour uh, weld that's the 35 dollar an hour weld that's the exact same thing in life you do it like if you want to earn 45 dollars an hour show me you're going to earn $45 Thank you very hour. much. But you know what? You're not going to earn $45 an hour if this is your second year in the business. You got to earn it. You got to earn it. That, that was it, my point. Yeah. It, it, I, it's amazing. I, I hate to say it, but it goes back again. Be a fucking sponge. Be does, a sponge. Does. You see a guy that's doing work, 
dude, show me how to do that. What are you doing? Show me that. Why do you have the torch out? Why do you have that kid out with epoxy? What are you doing? You yeah. know, like, show me how to do that. Be a sponge. Because you know what? Later down the line, you're going to be that guy showing that other guy how it's done. What's my next tool? Yeah. I honestly yeah. believe nine guys out of 10 in this business want to honestly and truly selfishlessness, whatever that word is. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> want to share the knowledge. Mm -hmm. They want to teach it and pass it on to mm -hmm. somebody else. They honestly do it. And you get, you get that one guy who doesn't. Yeah. Because maybe he's been beaten up so much, mm -hmm. lost so much, or whatever the story is. But I think most guys want to share this knowledge and teach it. There's two sides of the coin. You got the older guys that should pass on knowledge to newer guys. Or experienced guys that should. But you should also, the experienced guy should also listen to the new guy. Yeah, yes. you're right. Because you know what? You yes. never know. That kid, might, he might have done something that. He may have figured out a way. That? Yeah, exactly. Show me. Yeah. Right? It's, it's like, it's fucked up. We live in this world, like in, you know, Canada and the US and shit like that. And we go on Instagram, we see these videos of guys in like, you know, India or China. They got a hundred times less shit than we do. And they figure how to do it. They don't have an excavator, but this guy made a fucking rickshaw with like a, <laughs> you know, some bamboo and he's lifting up like one ton rocks. Don't look at somebody because they're young, because they're old, because look at them for like a potential. Those aren't dismissive right? traits, man. Were they you Egyptian? Should... No, they were not. <laughs> I totally you should, you agree with you, man. should get that hair. Like, you should be a little ancient alien. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do want to say something. You should definitely get into comedy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you wrote a movie and directed it, I would fucking watch in a second man uh, oh, you should make you know, a movie called said, the legend i wrote you want to star in it or something like, that hey. too that too with a mind like yours i'll star in it okay carlito okay carlito here's a scenario right oh no 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 i Listen, don't want it okay. i'm not in this movie ice cream truck rocks? shows up and then the horse comes out Let's, i'm not stay in this with movie. this stay with okay this. hold it can i can i add into it uh, uh. <laughs> did i pass <laughs> On that note, Marcelino, yes. man, this has been an amazing talk. Thank you very much. So to find Marcelino online, you want to check out at M-S-O-U-S-A-2-0-2 for you Portuguese folks out there. And at Mellow Landscaping, at All Stone Quarry, and at JCM underscore Waste. Thanks, man. Dude, I really appreciate you coming out to the show and sharing what you have. This is just, we're tickling. We're tickling the iceberg on yeah, this, man. You're tickling That's a lot. Of this. We're tickling on the iceberg here. We really appreciate uh, yeah. you coming up to the show, man. And now I can actually listen, listen to, to every single punch. <laughs> listen to this one first. And I, I want to give you one last little bit of advice. Go ahead. All right? Remember, Go ahead. okay, I want you to listen to this. Go ahead. Don't believe everything you read in public toilets. Sharon is not up for a good time. <laughs> what an awkward telephone call that was. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Carlito. Awesome. <laughs> Out of here, six to baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching your movie, man. Oh. <laughs>